Hola, Justin. Como esta usted? <laughs> What's up with the Spanish, man? <laughs> I'm trying to learn a little bit before we go on vacation next month. Uh, where is Michael? Well, he should have been here, but he just called. He's running behind today. Okay, well, I am hambriento, so I'm going to eat before he gets here. Is it cool if I eat in here? Yeah, for sure, man. Gracias, mi amigo. <laughs> dude, that smells really good. What is it? Split pea soup, dude. Uh, mi madre's recipe. It's the best. <clears throat> oh, gosh. It's super hot, dude. Oh, I'm so sorry. I just dude, got soup dude, everywhere. Don't worry about it, man. I'm going to go grab a towel for you. All right, man. <sighs> Stupid idiot, James. Spilling soup for Hey, what's up, dude? Dumbass. Ah, hola, Michael. Como estas esta noche? Uh, uh, what are you talking about, dude? And what the hell is all over your face? Uh, sopa de guisantes. <laughs> what are you talking about? Wait. I know what this is. Huh? James! Oh! Leave this vessel! Ow! You vile beast! Ow! Depart! Mike, what the hell are you doing? What is thy name, creature? No, no, what are you talking about? It's me, James! You can't deceive me, you Ow! devil! I work at a church! Jay, get down here! I need you for God's sake! James needs you! Justin, help! Yeah, James, that's it, that's it, come back to us! Oh, oh you're so stupid. Oh, I'm gonna kill you. Your threats mean nothing to me, demon. Keep fighting, James. Dude, what the hell did you do? It was James. He was possessed. I knew we shouldn't have played with that Ouija board a couple weeks ago. What the, What are you talking about? I was just down here with him. He's fine. But, but look, dude, there's puke everywhere. That's split pea soup. Uh, but, look at his vile that, demon face. That's his face. What well, uh, was his face? He was speaking in tongues, dude. I heard it. You idiot. That was Spanish. He's learning because he's going to Mexico next month. Oh. Well, how was I supposed to know that? I don't speak Spanish. Yes, you do. <laughs> oh, yeah. Lo siento. <sighs> Listening to the Buzzkill Podcast. I am the devil, and I am here to do the devil's work. Welcome to episode 10 of the Buzzkill Podcast. I am Mike. I'm Jim. And I'm Justin. Hi, Justin. Hey. Episode 10. Episode 10. This is a big one. 10. Ten. Ten. <laughs> let's let's ten. just <laughs> just gonna sit here saying ten all night. That's like episode ten, Jay. Diez. <laughs> Diez. <laughs> I don't speak Spanish. No, nah, me neither. <laughs> and actually, uh, none of us speak Spanish, and that probably came across pretty good. Pretty pretty, pretty, pretty well good. In the intro. So I just want to point this out. This that's that's damn near twenty hours of podcasting stuff 20 hours that i've had to sit and look at your stupid that's face. more 20 so hours stupid. in 10 weeks is more is more uh 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 what's the word i'm looking for 20 hours in 10 weeks is more work than mike has done <laughs> at the church <laughs> no put it this way at his job I've, I've played music for 10 plus years and i don't think that i've ever put out 20 hours of back-to-back music <laughs> Uh, you don't put out at all. <laughs> Believe me, I know. It's true. <laughs> um, it's true. Yeah, no, I, uh, I, we, uh, we said it in episode two. I mean, this is, it's the most productive we've ever been. This has officially gotten to the point where 
our families don't even believe us anymore. <laughs> going to the podcast. No, you're not. So Shut now, up. So now we can go get one-tenth of our tattoo. Oh, is that how you that, want that, to do that's, it? That's how we're gonna, and we're just going to have them add to it however the tattoo artist wants. Do your math again, dude. I said one-tenth. What's one-fifth? Those five years of high school, your teachers failed you, uh, my friend. Common Core, man. That's where it's at nowadays. <laughs> yeah, I'm all, I can blame it on that, right? No, they didn't have Common Core back when we were Fuck. lads. I'm just stupid. <laughs> Fine. <clears throat> so today we are talking about uh, demonic possession. Spooky stuff. Not like possession of drugs. Not pos- <laughs> <laughs> uh, possession. That's of chronic the- possession. <laughs> <laughs> Two different things. We know all about that. No, it's not. We're not cool. Liter- enough. Literally, not- literally, none of us know. <laughs> we're, not, we're not cool enough to. We're our, not. Co- none of us are cool enough to smoke drugs. Our chronic possession is about as good as our Spanish. <laughs> <laughs> James, what are we drinking? Uh, today we are drinking from uh, from Bee Nectar. Uh, Bee Nectar Meadery. Meat, not meatery. 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 Uh, right here, right here in Michigan, actually. Um, uh, actually, uh, uh, Ferndale. Right here in Ferndale, oh, Michigan. They're in Ferndale. Yeah. Did you know Bee Nectar? No, I knew they were from Michigan. I didn't know they were in Ferndale, though. Yeah. Uh, this is. Uh, it's a cool place. Like they, all of their, like a lot of their, uh, their meads and their. This is actually a hard cider. They're based off of popular movies, like mm-hmm. this one. This one's called Stupid Man Suit, and we we are aware of the fact that that is a a, a Donnie Darko reference. And it, it, even if we weren't aware of the fact, it it's made painfully clear by the label because it's actually a picture of Donnie Darko wearing the Frank mask from the movie Donnie Darko. Stupid Man Suit. But okay, then wait, we wait, 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 wait. <laughs> I got a challenge on that. Did Donnie Darko himself ever actually wear the Frank suit? No, but this is, I mean, if you look at it. It was the kid from Independence Day. No, I can't I, think of his name. I, I realize that. I realize that. But if you look at this, it's actually, that's Donnie Darko in the skeleton suit that oh, he wears shit, on Halloween. Right. And he's wearing the Frank mask. That's really that's really bizarre that they would no, kind of match the two characters together. No, it's not. You're just dumb. All right, fine. Uh, so this is called Stupid Man Suit. It's a hard cider with Balaton cherry, raspberry, and black currant. Sounds Why, fantastic. Do you say currant or it's current? Current, huh? current, I believe. Uh, it's, I, I like to French it up a little <laughs> bit. <laughs> black currant. Uh, and uh, so we get that it's a Donnie Darko reference, but Stupid Man Suit, if you really think about demon- demonic possession... Oh, uh, what is it? What is demonic possession? If not uh, a devil's, demon, devil's wearing a meat suit. If if not a demon wearing a stupid man suit. So, you know, we reached in, got a little clever with it, and uh, we're gonna crack this and pour it. It actually comes in. Yeah, we did get two bottles of this this week because yeah, it's two, it's fancy beer. And it better be delicious because it was expensive. <laughs> I'm a uh, stay at home, stay at home dad, guys. I don't have the kind of money to be dropping nine dollars. Oh, did I just ruin your laptop? You almost did it. Uh, um, <clears throat> so yeah. Oh, and actually, uh, why don't you pour this? I'm gonna read the other bottle. Okay. Because there's a little, little deal that I need to read on the side here. Oh, it's purple. I should have. Pr- I should. I should have practiced. That's the. Oh, cur- it probably sounds gross. That's the, the, <laughs> that's the black currant. I should have practiced this because usually when I don't read it beforehand, I butcher it. Here we go. 95 days, 23 hours, 14 minutes, 38 seconds. That is when the batch will be ready. (laughs) And when it is, we can breathe a sigh of relief because there will be so much dark fruit cider to look forward to. 
The one in the stupid man suit must complete the batch and return the tank to the primary universe where it belongs. Do not doubt his commitment to fermentation. <laughs> the bottling day is coming and the world is counting on him. What is the point of living if you don't have a bottle? Be afraid of the dark. I, I got to agree with that last sentiment there. It actually, that uh, <laughs> it, it, it does a shout out to my favorite line in that movie, in Donnie Darko, which is uh, when that, I don't know the other mom's name, but like, uh, she says, Some, you know, sometimes I doubt your commitment to sparkle motion. <laughs> I'm just like, is this what I have to look forward to with parents? Like, as my kids get older, yes. is there going to be crazy dance moms that I have to deal with? I think, yes. Where yeah. their commitment I, I, to sparkle I, I, motion is what they live for? It's inevitable. It might not be sparkle motion, but it might be, you know, like, if gl- I have anything, glitterama. If I have anything to say about it, it will be sparkle motion. You guys, uh, cheers. Yeah. Cheers, boys. Take a little city. Yeah, absolutely. Ooh. Oh, wow. Ooh, fancy. It's tart. That is just... There's a really tart aftertaste to it. I, I like it. I don't really get a lot of tartness, but it is packed yeah. with flavor. Packed with the flavor of Ballotin cherries and uh, raspberry and black currant. That's good. It's really good. I like it. Yes, sir. I, uh, I don't know if the amount here in my glass is worth the fucking $9 <laughs> that I spent on, the, on each bottle, but whatever. That will be good. I almost wish that it wasn't good. Cause I had a I had a good joke. <laughs> Just hit us with it anyway. <laughs> Tastes like Donnie's dicko. <laughs> Come on. Somebody call Greg. That's not a good joke. <laughs> uh, Greg. That uh, that voice that you heard in the background is our good friend Andy Panessa, <laughs> member of Search the City. Which I gotta give two, a, two weeks in a row. I gotta I gotta I gotta give give a big shout out to Search the City fans today because our episode from last week. The 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 listen number went up real fast. Yeah, it did. And it's it because did. Alex and I were giving a uh, give, like making an announcement about the band. You know, there's so a part, there's a part of me that thinks maybe people went on and listened to just the announcement and didn't listen to the rest of the podcast. No, but no, people you wouldn't do, do that. that to us. <laughs> they don't know what the fast forward button is. Remember, was, so we should have did the announcement in the middle of the podcast somewhere randomly. I know, I know, but I didn't want to be like a like I if know. people really didn't want to listen. I, listen, I'm gonna I'm gonna call the dude out because I know <laughs> that he's not gonna listen to this. I know he's not going to because we posted the episode episode and then we we said uh and in the beginning of the episode we said alex and i are going to make an announcement at the end of the episode five minutes after i posted the episode there's a comment uh, on our facebook page the search the city facebook page the announcement is yeah this kid kid goes the announcement is a special edition vinyl of ghosts i'm like dude Way to ruin the fun for yeah. everyone. Even if people wanted to get on there and skip right to the end, let them do that. I was like, ah, yeah. oh, man, I hit his comment. I, I hit it so nobody else could see it. So uh, if you're listening, if you do happen to listen. Hey, fuck off. Yeah, quit being a jerk. <laughs> you <laughs> big jerk. You big jerk. Nobody nobody likes you. because Where'd you get big. that life preserver? Hey. <laughs> 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 so anyway, we're going to... Uh, do you have any corrections from last week? Yes, I do. Oh, okay. Because... Uh, a couple. Maybe I just didn't notice. Nope. Uh, Go and we're going to start with one that you fucked up on. Mm. Yeah. What? Uh, Stroh's Bohemian is not brewed by Atwater. Oh. Uh, they are brewed by, they're brewed at Brew Detroit in Corktown. But, but it is being bottled in the same 
plant as the Atwater. Yeah, but that has nothing to do with Atwater because Brew Detroit, Brew Detroit is a place where people can subcontract their brewing and bottling. So it has nothing to do with Atwater except I know, Mike. All I knew is that (laughs) the the name Atwater pinged in my head. That's and like, I, did, I actually did mean to correct this about I, I just forgot to write it down. So that's like that's like we used to practice at the music factory with uh, our friends in the band called Wilson. So technically speaking, since we are in the same place, I'm in Wilson. Oh, name dropping. Yeah. What's up, dudes in yeah. Wilson? Who are never gonna listen to um, our show. Yeah, we should have that we should try and get them in here sometime. Be fun. They'd probably do it. Pooey like an... would for sure, probably. He's always down for some drinking and some Gavin. Yeah, and he can deal with your face for more than 10 minutes. Hey, if he can deal with Trandall, he can deal with me. <laughs> Trandall, we Hi, love you. Okay, uh, so anyway, though, so yeah, it's brewed and brew Detroit and Corkdown, so yeah. Uh, uh, EC Comics, we talked about the comics code, because Al was talking about um, the artist that did art, like the Tales from the Crypt, Fault of Horror. I mean, yeah. I just made an uh, off-colored comment um, saying that the um, Tales from the Crypt comics were pretty much responsible for the comics code, but we couldn't answer it, and they were. That's not what off-colored means. I know. I, I was hoping we were going to just kind of go right past that. <laughs> this would be a correction for I next week. All right. Shin, <laughs> Shin Godzilla was completely CG. All of it? Completely 100% CG. Wow. Really? They uh, they had tested some motion capture, mm-hmm. uh, but it didn't really work for what they wanted to do, and they made the decision really early on to do it completely CG. So I was right in one sense. They really put a lot of care into making that guy look like he was in a rubber suit. They they did yeah. And by that spent, guy, I mean Godzilla. <laughs> they spent <laughs> hundreds of thousands of man hours making a CG rubber dude suit. in a rubber suit. Yeah. And the, wow. the and then the special effects director actually said they they were originally going to make it more of like an organic material and make him look like a real living thing. Uh-huh. And the actual like the director of special effects, the guy that was in charge of it, said no, I want it to look like rubber, like specifically rubber. So that was that was their thing from from so, the start. So why not just put a dude in a rubber suit? Because uh, it didn't photograph well for, it, for the kind of movies they were it's making. It's worked every other time they did it. They, they <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I don't know. Right. I, I wasn't there. Um, the last thing is another one of yours. Uh, you oh, had mentioned you had mentioned the Nightmare on Elm Street cover where the claws were on the top. Oh, but you see, here's the weird thing that we put two of them together because you no, had said I actually said because is the one where he's holding them in his hand. That's Dream Warriors. That's Dream Warriors. You're I was talking, right about no, that because you said it was on top. Nope. Yeah, I listened to it. I said that one of them has one on top and then you said, oh, yeah, it's Dream Warriors. And then I said, no, he's holding them in his palm in Dream Warriors. Okay. Yes, I'm, I did. I'm not going to argue with this. I'm just going to listen back again. And next week, I'm going to correct you again. <laughs> no, <laughs> what's going to happen. <laughs> not going to happen. <laughs> I think I just I think I just conceded at one point and and I'm and just agreed with you. So is there one where he's reaching out over and he's like the original like, cover is where the glove is on top and, okay. and she's lying in bed and the, the glove's over her face. And that's the one that made me think when I saw the cover of Empire of the Sun. Yes. That it was like yeah. a creepy Stephen Gamble yes. style claw coming out of the sky yes. about to kill a young child with an airplane for some reason. <laughs> yep. All so. all on the background of the Japanese flag. I was a dumb child. Child, Chip. I'm gonna, yeah. <laughs> all right, let's move on. Is that all, all right. for the corrections? Yeah, that's all I got. Okay. You anything? Uh, no. Like I said, I I I listened back once, and I probably should have written some shit down, but I didn't. So, in the news, way to way to do your job there, James. Jay, uh, go ahead and give us a news drop. Buzzkill podcast news on Sunday, ten twenty three, two thousand sixteen. Someday. 
someday we're gonna have to like like amp up the production value of this show and actually make some news drops. What if we just bought him a megaphone? So yeah, in the news, this yeah, isn't, this isn't really news, but but somebody took I I actually forget her name. I'll look it up and 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 say it next week. But uh, a YouTuber took you, you remember the old Wilford Brimley diabetes di- diabetes. I have diabetes. <laughs> I have mustache. <laughs> yeah. Somebody took the 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 dialogue, like the the uh, not dialogue, it's, it's monologue, but the uh, um, the sound from one of those commercials, and then dubbed it over his character in the thing. <laughs> so they they made the thing trailer out to look like it's a diabetes commercial. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> and it's pretty awesome because not the- not all. Not all of it lines up that great, but it's just it, the whole concept of it is really funny and that's awesome. Yeah, um, go ahead. I forgot he was even in the thing. Yeah, he was. Totally forgot about that. Um, so last week we had talked about, and maybe we mentioned this last week. So so stop me if if we did mention this, but you had mentioned last week the Friday the Thirteenth game got delayed. Stop. Yeah. <laughs> no, I know you mentioned that. Yeah. Uh, now, one of the reasons that it was delayed, though, is because they added a single-player campaign to it. You know, I think I heard about that today. I wasn't sure if we mentioned that last week, and I heard about it after we had recorded, so I just figured I'd throw it in this week. But um, wasn't yeah. I? See, I like I heard about it today, but I I kind of thought I was under the impression the entire time that there was a single-player. No, no, campaign. it was a, it was a strictly multiplayer game. That's really? what that's what it was. Yeah. Oh, and it was like some people could choose to be Jason, and some people could choose well, to be counselors. For, for every game, one person's Jason, the rest of them are the counselors. Gotcha. And that's the way it works. All right. Um, but they, uh, I guess it's weird. It was a crowdfunded game. And they didn't hit the stretch goal to do a single player. Uh-huh. However, now <laughs> they are deciding to go back and do it. Did so they re up and like do another crowdfunding campaign? No, or? no. I maybe somebody else got involved. I, I really don't know. Maybe another company put some money into it behind the scenes or something. Right but, on. Um, I'm ha- which I'm happy about because I'm more of a single player. Yeah, I am too. Player than I am multiplayer anyway. So yeah. Um, I don't. Yeah, so. I don't want to have to talk to people. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't even like talking to you guys. Yeah, well, um, good, good thing you have a show where you can no, talk that, to us. <laughs> that's. I just said that. That's cool though. I'm. I'm glad that. Uh, I'm. I'm glad to hear that because I. I think that'll be a lot of fun. Um, uh, happy birthday to Bella Lugosi, who is long dead, but he would have turned. <laughs> he would have turned 134 years old today. He was born in 1882. It's a pretty good age. Yeah, that's a real nice age. <laughs> fun uh, fun fact. Yeah. When filming Dracula, Bela Lugosi did not know a lick of English. Really? Every single line that he says, he learned phonetically. Oh, he had, really? He had no idea what he was saying. Oh, wow. He learned it all phonetically and then, did then he eventually s- learned English by that's being wild. here and acting and stuff. That's yeah. really wild. Like people who I uh, people who learn English, because English is like the hardest language yeah. to learn. It's so it's incredibly easy, it's easy difficult. For us. Well, yeah. Well, not always. You, <laughs> you, you, you often use words in the wrong context. Are you going there, there, or there? <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, still on the topic of Bella Lugosi, there's a. I, I didn't have time. I just found out about it today, so I didn't have time to watch it. But I, I think I'll watch it when I get home. Uh, there's a documentary that was released, and I think it's just put out online about Bela Lugosi and Boris Karloff, and apparently they had, like, this huge rivalry. They, because, were, they uh, were always up for a lot of the same roles well, and whatnot, yeah. Well, Dracula and Frankenstein came out in the same year, uh, 1931, 
And after that, they were both huge stars. And uh, then I think it was uh, Boris. Oh, like after those releases, like Boris Karloff was more of a star, though. Much to Bela um, Lugosi's dismay. But yep. then when they went to do, uh, I think when they went to do like the second Frankenstein movie, they offered the role to Bela Lugosi. Yep. And he turned it down, mm-hmm. saying that he uh, he's too big of a star to be covered up with all that makeup. But then later dick, on... Dick move. And so then Boris Karloff took the role, of course, and then became even even bigger star. And uh, what were you going to say? No, I'll say later on, Bela Lugosi did play Frankenstein in one of the later movies. It's, it's, I knew... I God, it's, it's escaping me right now. I want to say that it was the Abbott and Costello meet... Frankenstein oh, movie. You've, you've told me about that a lot. I think I'm going to have to correct myself on this next week. Um, it's probably not that. I think it's that, but it might not be. But he did end up playing Frankenstein, though, at the end, of, like towards the end of his career. Jay might be um, trying to correct you right now. So, um, um, but uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, so uh, kind of came full circle. An- another piece of another piece of news is uh, we will be getting another Krampus movie Ooh. just in time for Christmas. Yeah, yeah. I actually uh, now, is it a sequel to the other one or is it? I'm not sure, actually. I'll have to. I'll have to look it up. I just kind of. I just kind of threw it in my news just to because it's. It's coming up. It's that time of year, and I. I didn't even. Did you see the first one? Son of Frankenstein. Oh. Maybe that's no, because Boris Karloff is in that one too. You know uh, what? I'll have to look it up. I'll have is, to look it up. This um, is riveting. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> it. It doesn't matter. Okay, new Krampus movies coming out. Uh, it's out on VOD. Krampus. VOD. VOD. It's out on VOD November first and DVD December thirteenth. Nice. Uh, go ahead. Um. So, uh, Michigan. Is there more clown news? No, not oh. clowns this week. I haven't heard there's anything no, about that. Yeah, I haven't really heard. I think I think after somebody got murdered, it yeah. probably I think started it finally and then coming guys got arrested and people just yeah. figured it's not worth it. it just finally right. died off. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Michigan, <laughs> Michigan had a Bigfoot encounter. No. Yes, sir. How did I not hear about this? I don't this? know, but here's here it is. Uh, on click on Detroit.com. Uh, man claims to encounter Bigfoot while camping in Michigan. Really? I'm going to read you the expert or excerpt of Ex- what the guy said. Um, uh, oh, where is it here? It was, it was no, I, I'm sorry. It was near Waterloo Pinckney. Okay. Uh, the Waterloo that's that's pretty close here, actually, isn't it? Yeah, it's, it's, but then Pink, Pinckney's over by like uh, by Ann Arbor, kind of. Ann Arbor. Right yeah. Around the block from where I live. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. yeah. Oh, dude, you got Sasquatch over in your neck of the woods. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of exciting, actually. All right, hit us. Hit okay, us. so uh, they they went camping, uh, backpacking, or whatever. It says uh, we got there last night uh, last night around 11:30 p.m. We set up our camp by 12:30. Around 2 a.m., we wake up and my buddy mentions to me how cold it was. Then we hear footsteps around 20 to 25. <laughs> <laughs> it's super cold out here. Why don't you jump into my sleeping bag? <laughs> <laughs> oh, did you hear Bigfoot? That's, Cuddle a, in. that's a mighty Bigfoot. <laughs> These guys were both Marines, too, so he's probably going to kill you now. Uh, if he hears you making fun of him. Okay. Just saying. All right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so um, so we hear footsteps around 20 to 25 feet away from us. Now, we're both just lying there at this point uh, just to hear what's with us. The loud, most freakiest, inhuman yell, scream, slash roar is shouted towards us did twice. He say, did before. he really say the loudest, most freakiest? 
Uh, so the the most loud, freakiest, inhuman oh, yell, okay. scream, roar is shouted towards us twice before it took off fast from us with two heavy-footed running. Uh, the only remotely close animal I've heard make that sound are mountain lions and cougars. Which, granted, we do have those in mid-Michigan, too. But, yeah, they're rare. Um, but They're rare, yeah. I mean, out, out in those parts, I guess it's possible. But the way that it was running sounded two-footed as, two as opposed to a four-legged gallop. Um, and the way that it crashed through the woods made us realize that it was big. Hmm. So, boom. Wait, you're telling me that mountain lions live or are around where I live? Yeah, they are, we, they are, we do. They are well, in mid-Michigan. Uh, not, it's not mid-Michigan. They, it's like northern Michigan. We've had this, we've had this argument yeah. before, and there are sightings. There are sightings. <laughs> But and mid Michigan though, I'm talking like like um like Oscoda area. That's like here. That's yeah, not yeah, not where not where you live. No, you you just have Bigfoot. <laughs> you just <laughs> is that going to be the new thing? People are done with clowns and they're going to be it's dressing up in big Bigfoot costumes, scaring the so. scaring the bejesus out of everybody. <laughs> I hope so. Well, maybe uh, maybe he heard that we were talking about his ale a couple weeks ago, and he's ah. he's heading this way. Bigfoot's you know dick. I'll show you Bigfoot's dick. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, <laughs> yep. All right. Um, I else, actually. Yep. Oh, I, I just have one little interesting tidbit that I. Uh, tidbit. Why do I say that word? That's terrible. <laughs> uh, one interesting little tidbit. It sounds like something my mom would say. Uh, I read mom's today. Pretty sweet. My mom is cool. <laughs> I read today that um, uh, when making Child's Play. Uh, Brad Dourif was the like the the first pick to to voice Chucky, but he was working on another film, and I can't remember what the hell the name. It's something Burning, okay. not the Burning, but something Burning. Um, and he wasn't available because he was filming that movie, and so Tom Holland, the director and baritone voiced man, <laughs> <laughs> decided to, decided to do the do the voice of Chucky. Yeah. And then they showed it to uh, they showed it to, to to test audiences, and they just absolutely hated it. Which so, I can see though, picturing Tom Holland's voice as yeah. Chucky oh, just dude. doesn't work. Yeah, if I, I, that would suck. It wouldn't be nearly as great. Yeah. Um, and so they waited. They, uh, I think it was like right after they got the the feedback from the test audiences, Brad Dourif was like all of a sudden uh, available. So they're like, you need to. He was he was supposed to go to Woodstock, Woodstock, not 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 the Woodstock, but like I think they said he was supposed to go and like hang out in Woodstock. I can't remember. This is a terrible story, but uh, he uh, so they called him. They said no, don't go anywhere. You need to come here and do this. And so he flew back, did the voice of Chucky, and the rest is history. You know, awesome. So which which good thing he did because yeah, absolutely. If it would have been, been Tom Holland's weird, voice yeah. all along, I'd, it, it would have. It, it wouldn't have been... even caught caught on, honestly. No. People might have seen it and go, "Oh, he sounds stupid." No. It... Well, it's because Tom Holland's not a. I mean, he doesn't. He doesn't have a comedic voice. No. And there's always been like a certain amount of comedy. Like even though the first one was a little scarier than the rest, there's always been a certain comedy aspect to Chucky. Well, the first movie is just like any other movie from those time periods. Though I mean, like the first Nightmare on Elm Street movie is played more serious. The right. rest of them get more comedic as time goes on. Right. Child's Play did the same thing. Friday the Thirteenth did the same thing. All the all the big ones kind of have that same, you know. Yeah, for sure. That history. But. Uh, what do you got? Uh, I only have one more piece of news, and it has nothing to do with movies. Does it have to do with video games? Oh, oh God, <laughs> Nintendo. Mike is a, did it again. <laughs> a aside from aside from being a movie collector. Mike is also a video game fanatic, and uh, 
it's waned a little bit in the past few years it's waned a little because bit, you've gotten more into the movie stuff uh yeah but, i go in fa- uh, i have phases that i yeah. go in and out of but um yeah the nintendo switch looks amazing previously being toted as the the nintendo nx and uh yeah Pretty much, I almost knew, nothing was really shocking about it, though, because almost everything about it had leaked at some point in time. Um, almost, so, it, almost everything about me has leaked at this point. When's it available? <laughs> Hold on, I gotta catch okay. up here. <laughs> when is it coming out? <laughs> Who? Uh, the Nintendo or James's bodily fluids? <laughs> when is the a, Nintendo Switch coming out? Uh, in March 2017. Okay. March. I should see if we Just can get a time preview. For one, of the, uh, one of my clients is a uh, a rep for Nintendo. Oh, dude, are you kidding me? Really? Uh-huh. Are you kidding me? One of your clients. Mm-hmm. What? Jesse Burchett. Uh, he's uh from the the band Harbor Master. They're oh, fantastic. Harbor Jesse. Okay, cool. Hook it up because I, I want to see if he gets one in advance time. Maybe we can check it out. Dude, oh, God, that would be amazing. That'd be seriously like. You make I'm chubbed. <laughs> we'll do a we'll do a is special. That, is that that weird thing he was playing with the other day when he was here? Like, not the chub, but the, the Nintendo. We'll do a we'll do a special uh, a special episode where we just talk about Nintendo oh, yeah. instead. We'll live stream it. Live face, stream Facebook it. live stream it. I don't know what any of that stuff means. I don't know either. Still learning. Never done it. I'm still learning how to be live part of the 21st century. Today. <laughs> um, Peace, face. And then also, um, you actually have some video game news yourself. I also have some video game news, and uh, I guess I guess this is semi horror related because the first game had well, it was technically the second game had a zombie, true, a zombie DLC. Is that what you yeah, call it? DLC. Yeah. Uh, Red Dead Redemption. Oh, it was Dose. It, it was uh, verified that there is being a second one, and then they just released uh, a teaser trailer. And ooh, baby, does which, it look which, sweet? In all fairness, everyone knew that it was coming. Uh, Rockstar, there was supposed to be a reveal trailer for it at one of the last big press conferences, either E3 or one of the other ones. Uh-huh. And uh, the thing was, though, is that it got stopped. The rumor, this is just rumors, obviously, but the rumor is that they they pulled it from the show because the advertisement <clears throat> for the game was of him walking into a bar and shooting it up. And it was like right after something had just happened. I probably forget. The, probably the thing down in uh, was it Miami or Orlando? Oh uh, yeah, it Orlando probably was. It probably was. You're right. Yeah. And so the rumor mill is that they had this plan and they pulled it. Yeah, probably a good um, idea. Yeah. So they waited a little bit and then uh, Rockstar a couple days ago changed the heading on their Twitter to just red background and the Rockstar logo with uh-huh. like that kind of like grainy yeah, 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 old yeah. West filter over it. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so everyone's like, oh God, oh God, is this what we think it is? And then two days later, boom. Oh, dude. I, get, uh, I, I could spend hours, like, I could spend hours just wandering around that landscape. It's so cool. Uh, Grand, Grand Theft Horse is the best game <laughs> I've <Horse>. ever played. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that'll do it for the news, I do believe. Yeah? Jay? That is the news on the Buzzkill podcast. Bow. Um, <laughs> uh, so, what have you been watching this week, um, Mike? I know I, that you watched uh, way more than me. I did. I watched a lot of stuff, mostly um, a lot of stuff for the for the show today. So, I'm not going to get any, into any of that right now. Right on. Um, one thing that I finished watching, though, since we're on the topic of not horror things, <laughs> but I finished Luke Cage. I haven't even Which started was it. Flipping amazing. Was it good? So good. Oh my god. The the biggest revelation about the entire show though is that Method Man <coughs> is a part of the Marvel universe. 
because he's in it and he plays himself, <laughs> which means that Method Man is now part of the MCU. Oh, it's fantastic. Uh, okay, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I don't know a lot of what you're talking about. So the MC, the Marvel Cinematic Universe. No, I know, I know. I just and Method I... Man, and he's in it. What's not to get? Yeah, that's fine. That's cool. <laughs> I didn't think it was that complicated. <laughs> no, I, I, don't, I don't know. I, I spaced for a second because you were talking about something I haven't seen. Oh, fine. That doesn't have to do with horror. Okay, so the other things that I watched, though, actually, to be honest with you, I think me and you share these this week. Um, so I will talk about something that you told me to watch. Oh, yeah. Late Hit me the other with night. it. Something that uh, we've been meaning to watch for a while. Um, a movie called Air. Well, we... Uh, um, the producer of Air, Zach Green. What's up, Zach? Uh, he... Uh, hit us up on Twitter and uh, and asked if we would like to watch and review this movie Air, um, and absolutely we wanted to. So uh, so we did. <laughs> yeah, we we meant to watch. It, like, he thought he sent us the email and then it didn't get sent. We finally got it. So we both watched it separately last night. We did. And I want to hear what you think about it. Uh, I thought it was good. First, uh, the first first thing- of all, dir- uh, directed by Richard Powell, uh, and and produced by Zach Green, like I said. I'm sorry. I'm Begin? sorry that I said Begin? yeah. Go, go, go. The <laughs> first thing that I noticed right off the bat is that it looked really good. Yeah, they it had really fantastic. good production value on uh-huh. it. Like it, it looked clean. It looked. It didn't look indie. It looked. You know, it it looked as good as you can, as good as it could be. You know, um, and I was really I was impressed by that. First off, uh, secondly, the acting was phenomenal in it. Oh, dude, Bill, really, o- really, really good. So Bill O'Burst Jr. Uh, played a character named Dennis. And Robert Nolan played uh, Gordon, and these guys are both um, they're they're both uh, re- very prolific in like the B horror movie community. Mm-hmm. Both very well known, and uh, yeah, dude, Bill O'Burst Jr. though, just, oh yeah, like just, like so. They were both amazing. Honestly, I, I I don't think that I could say that one was better than the other. No, 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 not at all. I mean, they both played exactly what needed to be. They both mm-hmm. did exactly what needed to be done and for the, the roles that they were playing. And the kid too was really good in in that in the sense that he played a very uh, innocent kid. Like he didn't know what was going on. Innocent, like, he was but also just there also and, aloof. You know, yeah, just yeah. like this teenage kid. Well, maybe he wasn't teenage. I guess. Was he supposed to be a teenager? Uh, yeah, I, I think know. young young teens probably. Yeah, uh, yeah, they were all very good. I mean, it was basically just those three actors in the movie, and there were a couple other people, but they were just. I, I think I want to start. <clears throat> I think I want to start something uh, on our on our social media pages called one word movie reviews, because this movie the the entire time I'm watching it, I'm like, if anybody asked me how I could describe this movie in one word, that word would be sticky. I was going to say icky. <laughs> Sticky, icky, icky. Sticky, icky, icky. Because, um, God, some of the visuals in this movie oh. are just gross. Yeah, dude. Like, ju- I mean... Everything about this movie is gross. I mean, and I think, I think that was the I've looked my hand and seen that exact same thing before. <laughs> just just after, a certain amount of, after a certain amount of work. But no kids. <laughs> but no kids. Wait, I, I gotta clarify this. I, uh, just, to, just to give you a brief run through... Uh, yeah, that's gross. To give you a brief run through without giving too much away, uh, this movie is about a father who uh, is interacting with someone online... And he's looking into, like, uh, exploring some of his darker desires. Fetishes. Stuff that he's obviously very ashamed of. 
But he's but he's also bringing his child into it. He's bringing his child into it because there's an agreement between him and so so this the guy yeah. who's the father is Robert Nolan Gordon, and he's bringing his child to meet uh, Dennis, who's played by Bill O'Burst Jr. And uh, did I just call him dentist? <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> okay. <laughs> After I said it, I was like, did I just say dentist? Um, and, uh, and it's it delves into the. Some really like dark, like heavy territory. Yeah, the subject matter when you, it it's it's a it's I don't want to give anything away, but it's 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 a bit of a uh, special effects movie, and uh, putting it mildly, pra- practical special pra- well, effects practical, by the way, practical, which were yeah. which were amazingly done. But that's used to essentially just kind of as a cover for this really really heavy subject matter. It's a lot of like kind of sort. It's like. The whole thing's very Freudian, first of all, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and it's and it's just like kind of steeped in this like symbology, <laughs> this symbolism. <laughs> it's 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 very it's it's they use a lot of uh, symbolism to. You almost said it again. To, 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 yeah. <laughs> they use a lot of symbolism to get the point across, but you you absolutely like with the visuals coupled with the visuals, you absolutely one hundred percent know what the. The underlying themes yeah. are, yeah, and it's they're they're very real themes and they're very disturbing I, themes. The most disturbing part of the movie, though, is that the dad allowed his son to be taken advantage of, right? And that, to me, is the most terrifying part of the entire thing. Is like mm-hmm. the, the 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 monster, fine. The the fetish, gross, gross, yeah. But <laughs> that but that father is fucking deplorable yeah that's the that's, scariest part of the entire thing you that's know? what i was thinking and there was this there was a moment where uh <laughs> they're kind of like he's he's gone too far to come back like to to move back you know like mm-hmm. he can't get out of it at this point and bill O'Burst says to him like it kind of like you you knew what this was and that's basically what he says to him yeah yeah <laughs> and and it's like you just get this hopeless feeling like where the dad feels ashamed and he wants to get out of it, but he knows that he's gone too far and he mm-hmm. can't. And mm-hmm. it's just, ugh. Yep. <laughs> yep. The whole thing, like I got done with it and I was just like, I feel gross. Yeah. No, like yeah, even, exactly. Even at the end, he gets his son out of the situation, but the damage is done. Now, and not in- only is the damage done, but then he's got some stuff going on with himself. Like it's... It's it's basically a story about a like in a in a more literal sense it's a story about a man fighting uh this beast within him that wants to get out. Yeah. And you could take it literally where it's like literally a man fighting this monster who wants to come out of him or you could take it in the the other sense which is like something that unfortunately some people wrestle with in real life which is like there's people who have these like uh, like these urges to do yeah. really terrible things that yeah. they just can't. Help. I just I just read the tagline for the movie that I hadn't read until literally just now. What is it? The tagline is a touching tale of father and son. Ugh. Oh, <laughs> it's, it's just gross. Um, yeah, I I I didn't actually didn't realize that this was a short film. I thought that it was a short feature film like i thought it was like an hour long i don't know oh, why really? i thought that and i put it on and i remember like 10 minutes into it, i'm like 
holy shit, if this is how the movie starts, what in the hell am I in for? Oh, so like even after you started it, you thought I 10 thought, like, minutes in, you had like, 15 more act. minutes like, to go? I, I thought that was the setup. Oh, like, yeah. I don't, I, I, like I said, I went into it and I didn't, I didn't know anything I, about it. I, I just knew that, you know. I think I would have had to stop it. I, <laughs> I would have had to turn it off. I was like, this just makes you, me feel gross. Where do you go from there, you know? <laughs> um, so thank you for not making it an hour because that's that's yeah. a road that oh, I don't want to go there's, down. Oh, dude, there's so many people that are asking for a feature. Ugh, no. That I, like, doesn't need to exist read like uh reviews and stuff they're like i would love to see this as a feature to see what he could what um richard powell could do with this these I'm are the same like, I these, yeah i cross-reference the people that want to see this as a feature and cross-reference that with the people who are lost profits fans and i get you there's gonna be an alarming number of, uh, <laughs> of the no. same people <laughs> oh gross okay let's move richard on. powell you made a fantastic short film though so yes, uh, hats uh, off to you sir absolutely effective i yeah I, out know. of 10 what do you give it out of 10 dude like a Honestly, like a solid nine five. I was gonna go eight five, but yeah, yeah. So we're both up there. I really liked it, and it really like it did exactly what this type of movie is supposed to do. It made me question things about humanity. Yep. It yep. grossed me out. It made they've, me sad, um, and that's what he was going for. Yeah, so. they've done some other short films too that uh, they actually just sent us after we had talked to him about this. Um, I think we should save that for a whole episode on short films, though. Yeah, for sure. Instead yep. of talking about them like this. Yeah, definitely. So. Um, okay, so the next thing that we watched uh, to finish up our segment here, though, is uh, we both we finally watched the Vavavitch. The Vavavitch. The Witch. Which. Witch. Yeah, we don't know if it's spelled Vavavitch. No, it's a witch. No, it's 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 the witch, but I I don't know if there's like some reason for it being spelled. I, with the, two the best, V's. The best that I can say is that things aren't always as they seem. Two V's look like W's, but it's not. Which is interesting because there's a point that some people have brought up that there's... Uh, I'll get into it. So let's talk okay. about it a little okay. bit. It was directed by Robert Eggers. Uh, which this is his directorial debut, if I'm not mistaken. Which, bravo, dude. Yeah, absolutely. Because this movie... Uh, first of all, <laughs> let me say... There are people, there are tons of people who don't consider this a horror yeah, movie, and I, I do it. not understand that. Before that I saw logic. it, before I saw it, I'm like, okay, I can maybe get that. Maybe it's like more of a period piece, and it's just about colonial, and there's heavy themes. And like, I didn't know how how far they were going to take it because clearly I hadn't seen it. Yeah. After watching it, though, I'm just like, what the fuck are these people talking about? I was I was horrified, like genuinely oh, yeah. horrified <laughs> watching this oh, movie. Yeah. It was it was really good, and uh, they need to do more period piece horrors horror M. Night, movies. M. Night did it uh, oh village? with the village I like the village but twist what a twist It was, <laughs> but it wasn't a period piece really because well, you know well, like yeah. spoilers sorry but uh, um, it, it, like just when you get into this the uh, like this age in history it's the, the visuals of this film are kind of what I think about when like when people came here to America and started up these colonies, when I think of that, I think of, like, darkness. Because it couldn't have been a great time to be here. Oh, it was a terrible time. You were, just, me? you were just building everything up. Like, there was probably still people, you know, like, sickness abound because... Uh, because, like, people because got everybody... so messed up on the journey over here. I know, I realized that this was, like, you know... What a couple hundred years after the country was discovered. Uh, yeah, did they, did they say whatever. exactly what date this, this took was? Place in? This was supposed to take place in 1630. Okay. So, uh, 
What, what's the rhyme? 1492. Columbus sailed the ocean blue That's and the one. killed all the indigenous people and oh, gave them smallpox. No. And, uh, well, he's kind of a douchebag. Yeah. Well, that's 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 the moral of the story. <laughs> at least you get the day off from yeah, work. That's true. No, I, I don't. Shit. Oh, you don't? Fuck no. Oh, well. Jesus doesn't doesn't believe in Christopher Columbus. <laughs> <laughs> um, so anyway, uh yeah, so this was Robert Eggers uh directorial de- debut. Um really cool really cool um atmosphere to yeah, this movie. Yeah, I, I heard I heard that they they actually used a lot of natural light to film it. Which, I think they use all natural, which didn't is they? pretty evident in yeah. in like in the film. Like it's just very kind of dark and gloomy, mm-hmm. and it's it's exactly the type of movie that I want to watch this time of year. Absolutely, I love seeking out these types of like gloomy movies that just are kind of depressing this time speaking of year. Speaking of, speaking of, I think tonight when I left my house to come over here, it was the first night it actually felt like fall, fall October weather. You know, it's, it's raining. It was a little bit chilly. I had mm-hmm. to put a jacket on. Like, had my pumpkins on my porch. Like, it felt like this season. But back to the bitch. <laughs> did, you, did you have your PSL? My PSL? Your pumpkin spice latte. Uh, gross. Mm. <laughs> nope. Uh, so, sure didn't. <laughs> uh, Anya, Anya, Taylor, Anya Taylor-Joy, she, she played the daughter, Thomason. Mm-hmm. This was her debut. Well, her first credited movie. Really? I didn't know that. Uh, which she she did, was incredible. Yeah, she did an amazing job. Wow. Uh, Ralph Ineson and Kate Dickey played uh, William and Catherine, respectively. They were uh, husband and wife, mm-hmm. and I know them best from uh, uh, Game of Thrones. Oh, they were both. They in... were both in Game of Thrones. Ooh. This is like a yeah. little alum. Yes, she nice. played. They never. They had never actually had any scenes together in Game of Thrones, but uh, they were both. They played not huge parts, but. Pretty well. His voice is pretty unmistakable. Like when his voice his starts voice in the very awesome. beginning, I thought it was Tony Todd. Yeah, super deep, very like deep, very gravelly. baritone. Yeah, Tony Todd kind of voice. I'm like, is this Tony Todd? Like, this would be. I didn't. I didn't think that he was in this. I knew he wasn't. I wish I, was I, wish I had a voice like that, and nothing has made that more clear to me than this podcast. Every time, <laughs> I, every time I go to listen back to this podcast to see if we need corrections, I'm just like, just don't talk anymore. Uh, you sound like an idiot. Well, no, that's not untrue. And uh, one more interesting thing to bring up about the cast is, uh, I just thought this was kind of weird because this is not a very typical name. Like you don't see this name very often. Uh, Bathsheba Garnett mm-hmm. played the witch, mm-hmm. which is weird because in The Conjuring, the name of the witch, the character is Bathsheba Sherman, who is based on, uh, allegedly based on the real human being Bathsheba Sherman what if, they're, what if they're all one and the same what if they are that's what I'm talking about that's creep no it's just a, it's nope. a name that you don't see very often Bathsheba which is, I thought I was kind of weird Bath, Bathsheba and Javier Javier Botet Botet should should get together and make a child <laughs> and it would be creepy <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so, uh, uh, no, so, but the movie, the movie was fantastic though. I, I loved it. I don't want to give away too many, spo- I want to talk about the ending, but I don't want to give yeah, away no, too many spoilers. Right. Um, oh, well, uh, one, I, I will one, ask you this. Do you, do you think, I don't think this is giving away too much cause you get this from the, from the trailer a little uh-huh. bit or whatever, but do you think that black Phillip was demonic? Did you get that from the movie? What do, what do you think? Cause it can be taken uh, Either way, in my personal opinion, yeah, yes, okay. But I read an interesting uh, fact today. Um, there was 
when they were writing this and shooting it, there was there was said to be like there were uh, certain people in the in the production crew who kind of took it as this whole thing is very literal, mm-hmm. and it is a family being tormented by whatever they're being tormented by. Obviously, it's a witch because yeah. it says it in the. And then there were people who were saying maybe it's not so cut and dry, and 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 somebody. I think it was actually the director said we kind of leave it open to interpretation. But one interesting thing is that um, the dad William talks about the rot on the corn, and okay. that's really the only source of food for the family. And if they were to eat that rot, it could have hallucinogenic uh, effects. It's true because they were hunting for food in the beginning, and they didn't get anything. Right. So they're eating their own corn, and if it's rotted, it could have some sort of. And this is the director said this. Uh, he said, "Yeah, like he said, he said basically, I'd have to read it again and, and and tell you for sure, but I, he basically said it's 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 a theory that they don't hmm. really, they don't really shoot it down. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's interesting. So, huh? Um, well, yeah, then. I think that's um, that's pretty much all I got for that one. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, watch it if you haven't seen it. Uh, which let's be honest, I think me and you are the last two people on earth that hasn't seen it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> uh, see it. It's really good. Awesome. Um, did you watch anything else that you want to talk about that's not demon related? It's all demon related. It's so, all demon related. So baby. no. Uh, that being said, though, I mean the witch is sort of about possession. So that's a good segue into uh, into the topic. Segue. 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 <laughs> oh, that was off. That was awful. <laughs> Wait, hold on. One, two. Everybody, everybody take one. <laughs> Let's see how this works out. On one, two, three. Segue. <laughs> uh, we all pra- went high. Every one of us went high. <laughs> we're gonna practice that. Alright. <laughs> next week we got this down. <laughs> we'll, um, we'll have that in our corrections for next week. <laughs> that was the voice of the devil. The pentatonics. <laughs> the The Pentacles. Pentacle tonics. <laughs> <laughs> um So today's today's two tofu tofu. <laughs> today's two for tofu. Today's tofu is uh demonic possession Mm. now we're actually uh we're talking demonic possession today and then in uh in two weeks we're gonna talk about it'll be the continuation it'll be like part two right kind of part kind of part two like it's not that we're gonna stray away from exorcism movies as well today we're gonna try and focus mostly on the demonic possession part but we are going to see on october 29th we're going to see um the Exorcist. The Exorcist, which I have never seen, at the famed Redford Theater, the, where the world famous, the well, world famous, maybe not world famous, well, but the the United famous. States famous Redford Theater, even Michigan famous Redford Theater. Yep. It's where the Evil Dead movie originally it wasn't was Evil screened. Dead. It wasn't even Evil Dead. It was, was called it? Book of the Dead at the time. Book of the Dead, it's where they had the very first screening ever. Um, and I'm such a nerd. Me and my buddy Mike actually went and took pictures in the same exact spot that Bruce Campbell and Sam Raimi did. That's not nerdy, man. And I got man. them That's hanging cool. on my wall. Their picture, our picture. And That's it's, it's the, I don't know. Yeah. But, so we're um, very excited for yeah. that. They usually have like this really awesome organist mm, playing beforehand. Awesome. Which the or- is and the cool. organ like floats in the air. And yeah, you always say that, but it absolutely does not. <laughs> it totally does. <laughs> it, Shut up. It might, <laughs> it might rise like three feet in the air, but for some reason, every time Mike goes there, he pictures it like floating over the crowd. <laughs> hey, man. Hey, man. It's magic, all right? <laughs> gotta stop doing all those shrooms, bro. No. 
Okay. <laughs> I will not. Stop huffing your own farts on the way. <laughs> what do they call that? Isn't there, isn't there a name for that? That's uh, people that get that get. That's uh, that's uh, just hot boxing, right? <laughs> no, no, no. There's people that actually get high off of, like no, there fermented aren't. human no. feces. No, there's no. not. Yes. Are no. there? Oh, dude, yeah. Because you were telling me about that time when you saw the hoarders episode where the chick was talking about getting high off of eating her own shit. Yeah, it's a bit more of a mental high though. Like, the, like, like the fact that she was doing it got her off. It, it like, was called ugh. like Jenkins or something, or, or, or something like that. Or what are you, what are you doing it, over there? Jenkins. <laughs> I'm, I'm about to go get janked. <laughs> God, gross. Re- wait, is this real? What there, are you there, talking there was, about? Uh, I came across one of those scrolling through Facebook. Someone who did one of those like. Uh, uh, to quizzes or whatever, and it's like you know, what's the weirdest, what's the weirdest drug you've ever done? And it said something like Jenkins, Jenkins, whatever it was. I, I, I was I like, did, I did the shit. I, I just, it was just like one of the the, top, the first things on there. I scroll across, it just caught my eye. I'm like, what the hell's that? I've never heard of that before. And I clicked it. And I'm like, oh no! I'm glad I didn't look up to see what this was because. <laughs> and then it was like, and then you <laughs> immediately grabbed a plastic bag to try it. <laughs> <laughs> it was like like. Le- this is gross. Guys, like, I, gotta, I gotta be like honest with you. Ferment inside of like a bag and then you huff it. What? That's that sounds The devil sounds so appealing right now. I gotta be honest. It with sounds you. it sounds free to me, so I'm down. That's I'm always down for anything <laughs> free that's gonna alter my state of mind. What are you looking at me like that for? Debating quitting the show right now. <laughs> it's disgusting. I'm gonna, I'm gonna come steal yours and huff it. <laughs> I mean Pay me for it, and maybe we'll talk. <laughs> no, I said free, Mike. Okay, okay. Possession, possession movies, not <laughs> shit huffing. <laughs> Jesus. Oh my God, he's got a thing here. Jenkum, <laughs> it's real. Oh my God. Hey, talk for talk for a second, Mike. Talk. <laughs> this, this took a turn. Hey, no, my no, name it's is Mike. It's, it's fine. fine. <laughs> my name is Mike. I'm going to talk because Jim told me to. It's fine. Talk hey. about it. I'm going to read about Jenkum for a second. Um. Okay. So I. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what to say. Um, okay, so it's you. You host a podcast. You should know what to say. I'm just at a loss. I just, I just did not expect this was the conversation that we were going to be having in the middle of our. Podcast. So we have a lot of conversations. We're going to start with the conversation. So um, demonic, the, 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 I can't even talk. Demonic possession. Yes. Jay, do you believe in legitimate demonic possession? I would say that I do. You do. Actually, I've never so experienced it's... a perp- uh, per- blah, blah, blah. Apparently, I can't talk either. <laughs> I've never experienced it personally. Mm-hmm. I've never been possessed. But you believe um, that it's possible. You believe in, like, when you hear, yeah, yeah. when you hear the 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 Annalise tapes, which are some of the creepiest things. Annalise Michelle. Yeah, under the sun. When you listen to that, do you say, "I'm hearing the voice"? of Just a little bit of background information for people who might not know that name. Annalise Michelle is the girl who, she's basically the the real life. Emily Rose. Mm. Whoops, sorry. She's the real life Emily Rose. Like the the exorcism of Emily Rose is based off of the real life court case of Annalise Michelle. Right. It also happens to be the scariest movie I've ever seen in my life. Really? Uh, that's yeah. We'll, we'll get into yeah, that. We'll let's, get there. Uh, oh, let's, oh, we'll let's get listen, there. Let's listen to Jay here. But yeah, but I mean, I mean, yeah, I mean, that with without actually experiencing it or not, I can't deny that it's possible. Sure. Um. I mean, there's definitely some weird things, and I've experienced some strange things that are unexplainable in my lifetime. But uh, I mean, that's uh, just got to be an insane thing to experience. That and I, I've heard of people or know people that were people of the, the Lord that actually, you know, have have been parts of that, you know, exorcisms <clears throat> and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. 
which um, we actually in a in a in a few weeks here might have our our buddy uh ryan on who works for the church and has apparently been uh part of exorcism yeah yeah which is freaky I'm all about it. Like I, yes. If you want to ask me, yes. I, per- I, I do. personally I do. I personally do believe in it. Okay. And uh, and I think it's I think it's messed up. Like I <clears throat> I stray away from messing with certain things just because I think there's gateways and I I might I might sound some people hear this kind of talk and they think oh, you're a total like nut job. I don't know. I just like. There's it wasn't. It wasn't the shit huffing. That's not. It's what. not the shit huffing. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. There's just. There's just. There's just too much. Too much unexplained about certain things. Like, I know that pe- a lot of people will put up the argument of just you know mental illness or whatever. But I, I have some points to bring up later when we're talking about this that uh, are kind of come into into play with that. Yeah. Yeah. But personally, yeah, I do believe in it. Okay. What about you? Uh, yeah, I do. Uh, which is interesting because <laughs> my my belief structure is a mess. I just want to put that out there right now. It, yeah. it, 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 I I'm an idea man. Okay. I like <laughs> I like the idea of things. Um, Doesn't come up with any of his own ideas. That's a, you don't need to. That's fine. <laughs> um, no, like I I love I love the idea that these things exist, and I want to believe in them so much so that I I, I will not dispel them. Um, that being said, but you need tangible proof. No, oh, well, yes, yes, and no. I, for if for me to sit here and say that I one hundred percent, totally, completely believe in it, I guess I can't because I, 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 I am more of a proof guy. I want to see it, but I want to believe in this mm-hmm. stuff. I love the idea of it. Religion has. I love people getting possessed. Well, well, religion, <laughs> religion in and of itself has always fascinated me. You know, I will, I will never go and say that I am a full blown atheist. However, I, I am, I am a strong agnostic though. Skeptic. Like I, I leave a very, I leave a small window open for it. But like, you know, when you come, when you're talking about de- demonic possession, you have to talk about religion because, typically speaking, you can't have one without the other. Yeah. Um. And so my, my belief structure is, is, is strange. I prefer to just learn about different religions and different cultures and just take, well, that seems plausible, that seems plausible, that's this, that's this. You know, I prefer to take that, that approach to it. And when it comes to demonic possession and demons and all that stuff, I, I want to believe it because it's fascinating because I love learning about it. So, yeah, so yeah if, I, if I had to go on one side of the fence, I would say, yes, I do, even though it might not be as strong as everybody else but yeah i do the idea of it freaks me out i i think that even if it's not a religious thing i do believe in good and evil so who knows what that actually is maybe it's a religious thing maybe it's something that we don't understand i i don't know that being said you know the idea of evil is 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 alive and well it is alive and well and Um, actually i uh i asked the the good people of twitter the same Oh, do you believe in demonic possession? Mm. Yeah, put up a little. Uh... I heard we. Uh, I heard we had some really, really good options for this. <laughs> well, <laughs> okay. Do you believe in p- demonic possession? Is what I asked the people of Twitter, and fifty uh, percent said yes. Ooh. So, did we get any no's? Yeah, yeah. Fourteen percent was... wow. of people said okay. no. Okay. Um, eighteen percent of people said there is no Dana. There is only Zool. Mm. <laughs> and eighteen percent shrugged, and then uh, crab walked down the stairs. 
Uh, An appropriate response. I don't know. That's kind of disturbing to me. It it means like 18% of the people polled uh, are either like indecisive contortionists or or they themselves are actually possessed. So that freaks me out a little bit. Well, um, (laughs) we have a very interesting fan base. What can I say? Yeah. Yeah. They're cool, though. Um, uh, so I, I, I just wanted to ask, like, so you kind of set up the, the idea that you're, um, not really a believer, not really a non-believer. You're you're sort of like hovering somewhere in the middle. Yes. But I've actually talked to like people who don't believe, Mm -hmm. uh, who still say that like some of these demonic possession movies are some of the scariest movies they've ever seen. The idea of them is... Well, terrifying my, just in and of itself my question is what is it about um these possession movies that can make even a non-believer afraid i think as far as movies go you know when you see and when, and when it's done effectively not every movie does it effectively um i'll talk about some that i watched recently um when it's done effectively though you see the actress or actor who is portraying the possessed person go like really go for it and they as a as a as a human thespian, make you feel as though you're seeing something that's not real through their performance. Mm-hmm. It creeps me out because what they're doing is well within human range, and but it looks so unbelievably foreign at the same time. I think it's that combination that really makes things terrifying because you're not used to seeing people do these things. Yeah. Now, granted, the voices and all that obviously that's not them it's computers and whatnot but you when you put everything together though you're seeing a human do things that that humans shouldn't do yeah and when done well and especially in a religious um box if you will mm-hmm. like religion creeps me out yeah i love i i love religion i might not believe it all but i'm fascinated by it i love it i learn as much as i possibly can like mm-hmm. like i'm i'm one there's one of those guys that wants to absorb it all just because it fascinates me yeah and when you put like uh possession and humans all in that context it's just it's a fucking perfect storm mm-hmm. really for me at least it, it's just a perfect storm it's my they're my absolute favorite kind of horror movies they're my favorite oh really oh yeah P- uh religious horror i mean we'll have a whole episode well, devoted to religious horror but well don't don't make a liar out of yourself you already said that horror comedies well, are well, well, <laughs> well okay okay uh, as far as okay horror comedies are my favorite to watch but if i want to actually be scared yeah if there's a horror, if there's a genre of horror movie that actually creeps me out that I love watching, it's it's religious horror, just because there's there's history to them. You know, like most of these religious horror movies, see to me, grab from some sort of to history. Me, to me, what that says about you is you might not you you kind of say that you might not believe in this stuff or you need proof to believe in this stuff, but somewhere deep down in you, there is a, there's a part of you that is worried that it's all real. Well, I, I've already I've already said there's a small I leave a, a, a small door open for that. I don't know. I don't have the answers. I don't know. And, and it's his butthole. Yeah. <laughs> wow. What about well, you, Jay? Why you, what about, too serious for too long. <laughs> Jesus, take the wheel. <laughs> what about you, Jay? What What do you think it is uh, about possession movies that could make like a non-believer afraid? I, I think just because like even someone who's a non-believer can can see that and think that it's possible mm-hmm. you know just the like like mike said the way they portray it and make it seem so realistic in that we we see crazy people in our day-to-day lives we see someone who 
does some crazy massacre or does this or does that. And you're just like, well, how can someone do this? And Or even a person who's walking through Kroger, like, talking to themselves, like <laughs> like we experienced the other night. Right. Remember that lady mm-hmm. who's... Mm-hmm. I, to, to me, oh, go, oh, sorry, not to cut you off. Not but to cut you off. We'll go ahead. Go ahead. Finish. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Already done. Okay. The, uh, um, but but yeah, but you see things like that. People who are crazy, and uh, or, or portray something that is is seems n- not normal. Right. And and it's possible to think even for a non-believer that that extreme of that can happen. Yeah. Um, and, and it's so different and, and uneasy feeling that nobody wants to be a part of that you want to be in that room and that person's head spinning around in a circle and the bed's levitating off the ground and and what have you you know mm-hmm. to me i i almost kind of think it's um even based in reality a little more like there's a fundamental fear that i think lives in all people of like a loss of control and that's exactly what a demonic possession is whether it's an actual demon taking you over or whether it's just you completely losing your mind, it's mm-hmm. it's you losing control of yourself. And and th- what movies add to that, though, too, is you get the full spectrum. You're not just looking at one part of it. You're looking at the people that it affects. You're looking at, you know, when these movies, when, when movies do this genre right, you almost, like for me at least, I'm, I'm more sucked into the characters who are trying to help yeah, the possessed. Uh-huh. Not, that's, not, not the the person who's possessed is almost a backdrop to the other the drama of all the other people around them. Well, and the and and horror movies do that extremely well yeah. when they're done well because you get you really get sucked into it. Well, because I, really, I, like when you look at most movies that involve a demonic possession, the person who's possessed, it's like you're seeing all the same things you've seen in mm-hmm. every other well one of the one of the movies that I watched uh, in preparation for the show that I had never seen that I'd wanted to see was a movie called The Right with uh, Anthony Hopkins. Mm-hmm. The fucking amazing movie. Like I I I kind of thought that it wasn't going to be as good when I went into it cuz I had I'd heard about it, didn't know a lot about it though. Like it wasn't one of those movies that was out of my radar like cuz people had talked about it a lot. So I'm like, okay, well it's possession, I'm going to go into it, but the movie I'm I was more fascinated with the uh the, the there's a, a young priest who gets his, he's a, a crisis of faith. Doesn't even know if he believes in God yet. He's trying to become a priest, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and he gets sent to Rome uh, to be a part of um, these like exorcism classes because there's been such a spike in demonic presence like, or possessions over the last so, you know so many years. Mm-hmm. They're actually like they they, they 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 gave a number in in the movie for setting it up or whatever. But it was like the 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 number of possessions and exorcisms performed have raised. Was it sixty? Gr- Maybe. 60 what? Was it 60 cases? Um, I don't know what you're referring to. You, <laughs> 60 cases of possession. No, I was talking percentages. They oh, said they okay. mentioned percentages. I forget what the what okay. it was, but it had yeah, been yeah, on yeah. the rise, though. So the Vatican was setting up essentially exorcism school mm-hmm. to train people to do it because they wanted to place an exorcist <clears throat> in like pretty much every diocese around the world, like which, or every church or whatever. Which you know this is still a reality, right? Oh, no, I know that. Like I've the, heard of this the before. The Catholic Church uh, a lot of times tries to squash that that uh, that fact mm-hmm. is that there's, like, they basically say, well, we no longer do exorcisms. That's not true. Not I, true I know at for all. a fact that's not true. Not true at all. Yeah, and it's, uh, I don't know why, like, why would they? A stigma. They just don't want it. They just don't, the church doesn't want to be attached to that. Uh, 
I, I, if you're trying to convince people that there are like if there's evil in the world and there's demons among us, like why church, would you why church, would you try and cloak that? The church that would fact? much rather convince you that God is real than focus on the fact that the devil is real. They don't want they don't they they want you to see the good, not the bad. I don't know. I I always think back to that that idea like uh, the the greatest the uh, what is it like the, the greatest, greatest lie ever the, told is that, or the yeah the greatest lie that. The, dever, the, the the greatest trick the devil can pull is making you think that he doesn't exist. Right. I'm paraphrasing that, but yeah. So why would the church aid in that? Because clearly the church is run by the devil. <laughs> okay, we're not going to get into that. <laughs> can I just bring up, like, uh, there was something very, something like a strange coincidence. We were preparing for this episode, and Mike texted me and said that he had watched The Right. Mm-hmm. And then I was on Snapchat, just checking it out. And you go over to that, like, uh, the... the uh, the section where people's stories are sure and then i see right at the top of the stories it, it says what's it really like to be an exorcist yeah which and, i've heard conflicting reports and granted this was uh it's an article from cosmopolitan which it, as far as i'm concerned is just like a I don't know. It's basically Fifty Shades of Grey in magazine form, isn't it? <laughs> I don't know. Isn't it isn't it just a magazine that's meant to I haven't read it in a while. Make you wet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but they actually did they actually did a they actually did a an interview. <laughs> James <laughs> is uh, breaking his microphone. Yeah, my pee my pee popper just went limp. My uh uh, so they they did an interview with the actual uh, priest who was a consultant on the right. Oh, okay. His name is Father Gary Thomas, and he's like Anthony Hopkins' uh, character mm-hmm. is like is based off of him. But <laughs> that's that's enough about real life stuff. Let's talk about we got movies. Deep. We got deep. <laughs> yeah. um, well, we're talking about the right. One of the things I loved about that movie is I love to watch in, in these type of possession movies or whatever. Like I said, it's almost more about the characters who are dealing with the possession as opposed to the possessed. Yeah. And uh, what I loved about it is in the right, you had a priest who, um, like I said, he didn't he didn't really even believe. He didn't even know why he was going through this it. This was the young one. Yeah, right. yeah, opposite, opposite uh, Anthony Hopkins. Opposite Anthony Hopkins. Right. Yeah, so he was uh, he was a guy that like his whole family had. You were either a priest or you were a mortician. And when he ran away from his problems, he just ran to the seminary. But he didn't know why he was there. And the whole movie though is about his struggle to believe what's actually going on. Yeah, and they do it in such a good way. The story's really, really fucking good. Yeah, I've, and uh, uh, and it's creepy. And it's got it's Anthony Hopkins yelling at a woman in Latin. <laughs> It's like, it's almost sexual. It's so good. (laughs) Well, in this movie, I mean, like, a a lot of, like, um, demonic possession movies kind of go over the top with it. Like, as far as everything I know about the right, it's really kind of rooted in reality, right? Yeah. Oh, Like, it makes it it feel like like this is all, like, you're watching something that really happened. Now, correct me if I'm wrong. I was watching it. I thought this, and I didn't look it up. But are, are cats supposedly... Do do cats have something to do with the devil? Like, is there? Does anyone know anything about this? Cats were an Egyptian thing. I'm pretty sure. But like with like Satan though, or the devil. Uh, I've always I've always heard it was dogs, like black dogs or goats. Because Anthony Hopkins' house in Rome was surrounded by cats. I know there's lots of cats in Rome in general, but like his house though was always surrounded him. I thought that was that was like a. a, I I think I think it's a I think it's a recurring theme in movies that deal with like possession and witchcraft and stuff. It's it's not necessarily. 
it's not necessarily always dogs or cats or goats or whatever. I think it's just that animals can kind of be uh, the messengers or, yeah. or like uh, or like harbingers of like things to come or something. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So, I, yeah, I don't know exactly. Did it, did they ever address the cats no, in there? No, no. It was just, just kind of always there. It was, it was a thing that was there, and I think that it was, like I said, I think it was <laughs> some symbolism there, but they never really explained it. It was one of those things they just kind of put in under the radar. Um, so, you know, we're talking about in, in the right about the guy who went through his crisis of faith and this and that, and they did it right. They did it good. Yeah. A move, some movies that I also just watched did the complete opposite and I was left really, really let down by them. And those are the last exorcism movies. Um, see, I, so you've seen, see you've seen the last exorcism, I've seen, right? I've seen the first one. I haven't seen the second one. The first one, I actually, I think we went and saw this at the movie. I, at the, I, I, at the, at the theater. I, I saw it in the theater and I really liked that whole movie because I liked this idea that, uh, is that Patrick Wilson in that movie? No. No. It's not? He he reminds me of him, but it's not him. Who I, is it? I forget the guy's name. Give me a uh, second. Um, well, no, it, so it doesn't really matter, but uh, I, I, liked, I, I liked this idea that... Uh, they were frauds. Like it was, it was, it was known from the get go. Like they were, they were frauds, and they go in. Uh, it, it it's all kind of like smoke and mirrors. Like they go mm-hmm. into these houses, and it kind of makes them out to be like really shitty people. Well, he too. sets up the room. He fishing well, lines yeah, the windows. Exactly. And he like, like they, yeah. they go into these houses where there's people. Like if there's people experiencing what they think are a demonic possession. Then it's Patrick e- Fabian was the guy's name. Oh, okay, all right. It's either so it's it's either demonic possession or it's a person who's probably struggling struggling with some mental issues. Mm-hmm. And you're gonna go in and set up the room to make it look like a, a possession for your personal gain when this person could actually really benefit from real help. Yeah, you know, like real like medical. <laughs> I was just like, you people are assholes. You yeah. deserve what you're getting right now. I that, think I, that movie though had some really good, like freaky what, parts. Like I, I, I can remember. I don't. I don't remember a lot of it, but like the the door swinging shut, and then the girl. Like every time the door would swing shut, the girl. Like the first few times it would swing back and forth. She was looking away, and then it swung, and she was staring at the camera. You just watched it last night. Yeah. How do you not remember this? I just don't <laughs> remember that part. I don't know. I. I are you sure you're thinking of the, sort of the right movie? Yeah, absolutely. Oh, okay, I might have just I might have just the red boots? I don't know. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. Maybe my mind was elsewhere. When I was watching this movie, when I was watching this movie though, I was every time I saw something, my brain was kind of going a mile a minute though because I was kind of dissecting it as mm-hmm. I was watching it. So it's possible that I was just kind of in thought at that scene. But he needs to watch movies twice. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah no, like, this I is why. This is it. this is why. Yeah. That being said though, what bothered me about this movie though is they focused on the fact that the priest was a fraud over the fact that the girl was actually possessed. And it's a movie called The Last Exorcism. Like, it's about exorcism, and they barely focus on it. But the whole point is, because it's it's a found footage movie. Um, Sort of. I have issues with that, too, but sort of. <laughs> it, it, the whole point is, the from, from the point of view that you're seeing it, like, you're in the know as the audience because you're seeing things that the other people aren't picking up on. Yeah. And... They they well, just they just think it's a con job the whole time. 
until shit really starts to hit the fan. Well, I wouldn't say that I wouldn't say that you see things that other people don't because this movie was supposedly through the lens. So they saw well, what you, you're seeing, they're well, you, seeing too. You do kind of though cuz like the part that I was just talking about where the girl stares at the camera. Yeah. Like they didn't they didn't see that. There were there were other the parts, camera was stationary. There were other parts in that movie too though when the the camera people were questioning things though, and God the priest was like no 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 no, you know. <laughs> yeah. You know, I, like like that. Like there was there were parts like that too. But like I don't know. Like it seems to me like too, if you're going to be a a man of the cloth or a preacher or or whatever, mm-hmm. and you're going to be fighting off demons, if you don't believe in the power of Jesus Christ, you're you can't expel a demon. But this guy didn't though. No, dude. That's that's the point though. Is what I said. They didn't actually think, they didn't believe in demons. No, he talks about in the beginning of the movie that he doesn't even have faith. He doesn't, it's kind of, it's very similar to the beginning of The Right. The guy from The Last Exorcism, he was out to prove that essentially the church is a fraud. Right. And, and the fact of exorcism. Right. He went, he, had, in, he went into these homes trying to prove that these people were just suffering from uh, mental hysteria. But he also says, though, that when he's preaching on Sundays, though, that he just got into a rhythm and he didn't even believe in what he was even saying. Yeah. So he doesn't believe. Right. How can you exercise a demon if you don't even believe? Because he doesn't believe he's exercising demons. He thinks at the that end he's... he did. Well, yeah, at the end he did. It's like it. It's, I don't it, know. I don't know. It seems weird to me. No, you know, it's it's like a it's like a person it, it, who uh, I haven't seen the right, but I imagine by the end of the movie, the young guy believes in demons, right? Well, yeah. Yeah. So he went in like so. This guy just went through the like he started off as a preacher, and then he he did it to the point where he just felt like he was in a, rib, a rhythm, and then eventually he just didn't even believe in it. But then by the end of the movie, he was experiencing things that really put his faith into check and started to make him believe but again. But only but only in the last 5 minutes of the movie though. Even 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 the very end scene before the last like sequence, he still didn't believe. You know, and like like it's like it's like it's like, it's like there's, say there's a war going on. You're going to send in a marine mm-hmm. and he's going to go in there, he's going to take a bunch of motherfuckers out. <laughs> you send me in there, I'm getting shot in the first 5 seconds. Oh no so, doubt. <laughs> that, but that's what I'm saying though. If you if you are a guy that doesn't even have a strong faith foundation, how in the hell are you supposed to go exercise a demon from somebody? You know what I'm saying? Like it just doesn't make sense to me. I I just didn't like. It just didn't seem it didn't seem right to me. Because he I I don't I I I guess I'm not understanding what you're saying. He didn't think that he was exercising demons. He did. He, he went into this situation thinking it was just another little girl who was messed up in the head, and he was gonna go and do his smoke and mirrors thing, and then whatever happened happened after that. But it turns out he's dealing with a real demon. I guess I don't know. So by the end, his faith is his faith is checked, and he starts to believe again. Well, put it this way. But by, that, but by that point, his faith is so weakened that there's hardly anything that he can do about it. He can try I think and... I think I just would have liked it more if if they focused on on the fact that it was real more than the fact that he didn't believe it. You know what I'm saying? Because the entire movie, you're it's like it's like oh she's really possessed, but then he's telling you no it's not. But she's really possessed. It, I don't know. It just didn't that the creep factor didn't work for me because it didn't seem real. Like it, like every time every time that it was showing her possessed, it was always kind of brought back. Like the suspense was brought back by him going, 
oh well she just needs mental help she just needs, like they never dove deep into the the the, the religious craziness of possession i'm gonna i'm gonna you know? i'm gonna end the conversation about this movie with saying that you need to watch it again no because <laughs> no, i just no, I no, I, no i i don't hey, think i potato, do potato <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't really think you got the dynamic of like what was supposed to be happening i here. did i just i just didn't care for it let's talk about another movie okay the We've last exorcism the part two <laughs> no. do you guys ever watch grease huh? well here's do you guys ever watch grease oh yeah <laughs> grease lightning <laughs> um I haven't seen two yet. Uh, two, I cared for almost even less because there's really no exorcism so wh- in it. So why talk about it? Well, that was my point. Like, <laughs> we're talking about exorcism movies. So if you see a movie called The Last Exorcism Part Two, just know that the there there's the only bit that you would call an exorcism is within two minutes at the end, and that's it. So let's talk about uh, exorcism movies that actually have exorcisms. Like the greatest. Actually, exorcism. we're not supposed to be talking about exorcism movies. Okay, we're supposed well, to be talking about possession, possession movies. Possession. They're they're they cross paths probably more than potato potato, right? Jay? <laughs> tomato tomato. Carmina Burana. Let's Carl the Burrito, whole thing off. Okay, uh, so what possession uh, movies do you up. have that don't have exorcisms in them? Um. Uh, <laughs> That don't have it. No, no, that was not the point. Stop it. Stop it. This is riveting, guys. Hey, listen. No, we talked. We talked about this earlier. Where yes, most possession movies have an exorcism at some point, but we're not. We're not talking about. We're not talking about the exorcisms. We're talking about the movies that focus more on the possession aspect okay. so what do you got um <laughs> can i shoot one at you yeah go ahead because <laughs> I, I for some for some reason all this fucking all right, beatboxing I'm gonna shoot is making me shoot like lose my mind i'm gonna shoot one at you what the taking of deborah logan uh yeah okay yeah because and there was no attempt at an exorcism in that movie mm-hmm. uh no that movie right. that movie really scared the shit out of me and uh, honestly, I think like I hate to say this because I I know so many old people and I love so many old people, but damn, old people are scary in movies. <laughs> they really are. Like, what's the deal with old people and, and kids? It's like we're the creepy. We're in the uh, we're in the middle range where like you know people our age aren't that scary, but old people and children. Good night. Shit's scary, man. And Deborah Logan was terrifying this was one of those movies that i watched based entirely on the the I, we always talk about poster art on oh, netflix yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah it was good it was good yeah like i i saw that face and i was like that looks like something that's something that's gonna scare me and i was like i'm in so mm-hmm. we watched it it was awesome i liked it for anybody who hasn't seen it give give it a quick rundown uh basically it's a it's it's a it's a group of uh, college students i believe who have come to this woman's house kind of secluded in in the middle of nowhere uh with the intention of filming somebody who is going through uh suffering from the effects of dementia and alzheimer's correct and then they find out that something much more sinister is going on and it's kind of set up as a documentary style found footage mm-hmm. type movie and very frightening yeah at least everything that I remember. We watched it a couple years ago. It was, yeah, no, it was awesome. But I really though. liked like, it. There was some imagery in that movie that was just 
<laughs> what, are you, what are you talking about in, in, in particular? Like just her. Like, just her in general. Like yeah. You said the creepy old lady vibe. Like, like I don't... I don't yeah, you're right. I, I don't know what it is. I'm trying to... She just pulled off. I, I don't know the I don't know the the actress's name who who played Deborah Logan, mm-hmm. but the way that she pulled off it, it only it was very subtle for most of the movie if I'm remembering correctly. Yeah, and that's just creepy. A lot of a lot of possession movies. You know, the person who is possessed is going crazy. They're they're floating or they're bent backwards or they're you know they're contortioned. She, or she was she was almost like like there was like a quiet she was a cool cucumber there was like a quiet rage about her like she was <laughs> she was like she, she was quiet and creepy mm-hmm. but at the same time you almost expected her to like lash out and start clawing people in the face at the same time mm-hmm. so spooky um her name is uh Jill Larson by the way okay uh, she was in oh dude oh she was in Shutter Island and you who know she who she was no. you like the part from the trailer that everybody remembers about Shutter Island is that creepy like there's a part where uh you just see like a like a I think it's like a pan shot across this yard like the open yard and it's just this creepy looking old woman in a nightgown and yeah. I, th- I think she's bald Do you remember yeah. that? Yes. That's her. I haven't seen Shutter Island since it came out but yes, I do. I'm fairly certain that's who 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 huh. she is in that in that Interesting. movie. Um, uh, you, okay. So another movie that I had seen that creeped me out and, and this is, it's weird because you have to kind of, there are so many freaking demonic possession so many, movies so many. We, we're not going to hit them all. I, I've been told from people listening to the show, it's like, Oh, you didn't talk about this. Or you didn't talk, you, you got to understand. There's so many freaking movies also, there and will, we're not, also we're there not sitting will be, at home every single day watching movies either though. So there's a lot. Well, we we've seen, seen so many movies that we end up not talking about, but, but there's so many we haven't seen there's, too. There's going to be part twos and part three threes and part fours yeah. of every single episode that we do just to let you know yeah yeah um okay so have you ever heard of this movie called american ghost hunter <laughs> yeah why are you laughing american ghost <laughs> oh america yeah 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 yes 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 so he is um he's from the guy because for a second i thought it was that horrible show on tv it's well okay so he, the guy that directed his name's uh, Chad Kalick. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's from, I believe, the Paranormal State television show. Okay. I think. Um, the movie, though, is it's a documentary about him and how he got into ghost hunting and how he got into all this kind of stuff or whatever. And uh, he goes back home and he's talking to his parents and... The whole movie kind of revolves around the fact that his mother is possessed or overtaken by a spirit or or what have you. This is a real documentary. It's well that and that's the tricky part. It is shot as though it is a real documentary. The fact that the guy though is from one of those ghost TV shows automatically brings it into question just because I think most of those are fake. Yeah. Um so it really does bring I'm, it into question. I'm looking at the cast right now. Lorraine Warren is in it. Like yeah. Lorraine Warren of Ed and Lorraine Warren yes. fame. Yes. As in like yes. the Conjuring. Yeah. Oh yeah. Wait, was it the? Yeah. The no. Con- uh, uh, in- uh, Insidious. Uh, Insidious. Insidious. Yeah. Wait, no, not Insidious. No, The Conjuring. Yeah. Yes. In- Insidious yes, was Lynn Chase. Yeah. It, the the Conjuring. James Wan. The Conjuring. The Conjuring and Annabelle and yes, the yes, upcoming yes, yes. Nun movie. Yeah. 
Uh, so this movie, though, like, like it's shot as a documentary, and you see some crazy imagery of like, like he's talking, and suddenly his mother starts going into these fits, and like all this. It's a really. I was fascinated by it. It was awesome. Like she was possessed by the spirit of something, you know. So is this why he got into doing this? Is because supposedly his because he grew up around. Things? He grew up around the stuff, and it's always been there. Really? Like his, yeah. And his dad. His dad. You know, talks about it. everybody gets really emotional and this and that. Yeah. Um, the thing is, though, is about these kind of movies that always kills me, though, is like whenever you're filming a movie, it seems like suddenly you can get the good shots. You get full on possessions. You get yeah. the full. Yeah. You know, and. It, Shut up. And and it, it always strikes me though as as so convenient that these things might take months between it happens. Yet when you're shooting a movie, suddenly it all comes out. You know. Well, how do you know that? And it's the same how, thing on those ghost hunter shows too. It's like they always get these this great footage when yeah. they must have the best luck in the world. Well, nobody I else mean, ever sees ghosts, but these guys just, see it every single time. Or they're just faked and edited later. Well, yeah, That's exactly. My point. Yeah. That's my point. Yeah. But if you, I mean, if you go to a... Shut up, guy who's not here. <laughs> if you go to a very haunted location and you you have 15 cameras up that are rolling 24-7, it definitely gives you better odds of, of catching something than some dude who just, like, walks into a cemetery for an hour and starts filming with his cell phone. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Like, maybe that's why they're I able guess. to catch... I don't but know. No, I, I agree with you. It does seem convenient that, like, they just happen to get these really good shots of these entities or exactly, whatever exactly. it is. Like, Justin always claims that his house is haunted, and suddenly, oh, we're recording. Oh, there's a ghost here. Yeah, he suddenly, suddenly, there's ghost things going on. Yeah, he definitely didn't press stop and crossfade the... <laughs> <laughs> In the equilibrium and, and whatever words. It was George. Full disclosure, we did no editing at all. For that episode, we went to uh, recently to Salem, Massachusetts, which is supposed to be one of the oh, most yeah. crazy Wait, haunted places in the world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we did a we did a Just ghost a tour ago. over there. Yeah, it was like a like few weeks ago in July. And um, <laughs> you didn't. <laughs> it was there back in July already. <laughs> Something like that. Oh wow! You didn't interrupt in our schedule, so that's why I didn't know. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and and we went on a ghost tour, a witch hunt tour. Did you see? And, anything? It, and they basically t- took us around to all the places where the witch hangings happened. That's spooky. Where the the judge owned a house whose whose relatives still own the house and live there on this ghost tour. And it's weird. It's almost like you're walking through like the way they take you. It's like you're you're just on a regular tour, like of a. Almost felt like at like. Cedar Point or something they're taking you on like uh, a history tour or yeah. a Greenfield Village more so um, and so they go like, oh, yeah this house right here this was known as the spider house blah 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 the people still live there and there's lights on there's people living in there as we're the walking spider by house? taking this tour oh, no thank and, you and, and they, <laughs> they, the, the cemeteries where, where all the witches were, were not buried because they were burned at the stake um, and hung and all that um, but they have these like benches placed out with all their names on them, and people still to this day put flowers on these benches. So I'm like, cool, I'm gonna take some pictures. Maybe we'll catch something in one of these pictures. And take pictures of the windows where this lady's always seemed to be, and you know, there's a doorway of this old church that it, that's built on top of gravestones where you stand in this doorway, and people always see the lady's face coming out next to you. And we all did it and took pictures. No. They were like, you know, anybody want to try standing in the doorway that people always see pictures and everyone was scared. I'm like, I'll do it. <laughs> and, and, and nothing. And then, you know, all of us ended up doing it and didn't see anything in our pictures. But it was in that aspect, it wasn't scary because we were on a tour. It felt like you're at 
at a history museum or this yeah. or that. Yeah. But if you're walking through it by yourself at night, oh, knowing yeah, all this, sure. this town burned down and then all this crazy madness th- happened I, here. I, I, it, it's, it, it, at it, that point, it's yeah, it's not even it's not even like the uh, like the idea of something happening to you while you're there. It's like. You are standing in a place where you know, like some horrible atrocity. It's just took the, place. the like the heavy weight of knowing how much bad stuff happened. Right, there. You, you feel well, that yeah, way. Absolutely, it's kind of like let's go old school. You know, the Amityville horror. The house was supposedly possessed. Yeah, the guy supposedly killed his whole family because he was possessed by something. Right. You know? um, but then you have people that say, who knows if it was even true? Like, there's some people who don't even think that any of that was really true. The guy just went insane. He's blaming the house on something, and now it's this big, you know, urban myth. Which, which, you which, know? which went like which one is actually scary? Like more scary? What do you mean between like, both of those things are equally as frightening? Like either he was possessed by uh, uh, what was the what was the priest name? Ketchum. Ah, uh, you're you testing my knowledge. Yeah, Ketchum. Either he was pres- possessed by Ketchum, which I think that's that was the story that he was like possessed by the actual priest or whatever. Mm-hmm. He was possessed by him, or that he just randomly went completely insane. Yeah, both of those scenarios are equally as frightening. True, because True. there's. That happens. Like uh, there's people that just completely lose it, and then all of a sudden go on a, a murder rampage. You know? Yeah, I think That's scary it, as shit. I feel as though I could understand mental illness, though. I think I think that being possessed would be creepier. You know, at least mental illness I can wrap my head around. Yeah. If you're possessed and you're doing it, that's just you are blowing up right now. Yeah, I need to turn off my uh, my Twitter <laughs> is that Jimmy all your mo- Is that Jimmy all your money? Jimmy phone? all your money. <laughs> I was no. trying to figure out who it was. <laughs> um, Tweet the dates. We have so many. Uh, we, we have so I many. Know, we yeah. have so many movies that we need to get to. We're not well, going to get to all of them. We need to spend some time on at least one. Which one? The best one ever. Which one? The Exorcism of Emily Rose. Well. Uh, the Exorcist is the best one ever. I can't tell you that. You can't tell me that because <laughs> we're not going to see it until two two well, weekends from now. Here's what I'm but, a little bit afraid of. I'm a little bit afraid, though, that I'm going to see The Exorcist. And because I'm coming at it so late, it's going to look dated to no, me. No, just put that out of your a head bit of, right well, now. Well, Jaws didn't. Jaws, I was afraid of that in Jaws, too, though, and, and Jaws didn't. So Yeah, put it out of your head because it's going to be awesome. And it's going to be frightening. It, it it it's it's really It's really about, like... I don't know. Even like the, I'd say the effects kind of hold up, even in this day and age. Yep. Practical effects, beautiful practical effects. A lot of them do. Mi madre split pea soup recipe, <laughs> <laughs> just spraying everywhere, and uh, and and like just, I think that, I think what's so scary about The Exorcist compared to all other uh, like possession and exorcism related movies. The uh, the author of the mo- of, uh, of of the Exorcist. Mm-hmm. Oh dang it! What uh, Friedkin directed it. Blatty. Yeah, uh, uh, yeah. Um, uh, 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 William David Blatty or I something like it, that. Yeah. Um, he he's a believer. So when he wrote this movie, when he when he wrote this story, not the movie, he wrote the the book. Um, but when he when he wrote this book, William Peter Blatty is his name. Uh, when he wrote the book, like his this, he wrote it like this was his worldview, you know, like he believed in demonic possession. He believed in in uh, the devil. 
or Pazuzu, if you want. Pazuzu. is the name of the demon, by the way. It's not a huge spoiler it's also, for you. It's not really that scary. <laughs> I'm possessed by Pazuzu. Pazuzu. Well, yeah, wait until you're possessed by him, and then you'll think it's scary. But no, he, uh, like, like he believed in all this stuff, and that's, I think that's what made it so much more believable is because he wrote it in a way that, uh, like, the the normal person could really relate to yeah, like it was yeah. it was just very i don't know well we'll find I'm, out I, I, <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll find out in uh, a couple weeks here yeah because uh we'll talk all about it in in depth so i'm sorry i cut you off because you were about to go into exorcism I of am. emily rose I was yeah go for it okay it's well it's the greatest movie possession movie i've ever seen <laughs> um no that that movie is responsible for my scariest theater experience ever i walked out of that i saw that in the theater i think opening weekend Mm -hmm. and i that was the only movie you know i i'm a big horror guy at this point and i i walked out of that theater legitimately freaked out like that movie touched me more so than any other scary movie has ever affected me even more than air uh well (laughs) Sticky, sticky. Um, <laughs> you know, I, yeah, I don't know. I, no. I felt, I felt like weird after that movie. Like it was just so real. It was so, so visceral. It was so, you know, tangible. You, you know, know? How, you know how I knew I was gonna marry my wife when she told me that she watched The Exorcism of Emily Rose by herself in an empty house in a dark room. She's a brave woman. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> braver than me. I don't think I could do that to yeah. this day. That's I. I'm trying. You know, I think the uh, the the one scene in that movie that really got to me too, is where she's on the bed or whatever, and the guy, the, her boyfriend who was staying with her, walks out, and then when he comes back, and no, she's he on, wakes up. He wakes up, and yeah. she's on the floor, and she's all contorted. Like, like that scene <laughs> fucked me up. Yeah, I so hate bad. It. Because, like I said, because again, it's it, it looks something that a, could happen to a real person. It yeah. wasn't so over exaggerated that it didn't look real, um, and the fact that. A lot of people didn't like the courtroom aspect to that movie. I loved it. I, I thought, thought that I, that, I thought that it was set amazing. that movie like, apart. Blend, blending a courtroom drama with a like all out horror movie. Oh, yeah. that was incredible. Oh, yeah. It's never been done before. Because that's at because, least to, the that, best of my to me that adds to the realism of yeah. it too. If you have if you have a girl that went through something like that, right? Mm-hmm. And and ghosts. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> you have a girl that goes through something like that. You better believe that that the court system is going to hold the priest responsible for a death. Well, and they actually did in real life. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But that, but yeah, I know it was based on a true story. Cause that was, that well, was, the was, uh, the the parents, the the mother, the father, and the two priests were actually tried and uh, and convicted of manslaughter. Yeah. But the parents were let off because the ju- the jury requested that the parents be let off because they had already suffered enough. And the two clergymen were uh, sentenced to six months in prison. Yeah. But they ended up, uh, that sentence was suspended, and they ended up, like, with three years of probation or something. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, no, I, I, if you're going to tell this story, you absolutely have to tell that side of it. Absolutely. That's, it's, it's one of the most important parts of the story. Mm-hmm. And I, I, jumping back and forth to that really, like, to, to, to that dry, like, you know, the courtroom the dry courtroom feel and then going back into that like i just thought it served the movie in a way that it made those scenes more scary 
when they went back into the house because you almost got comfortable mm-hmm. like you got in a safe space when you were in the courtroom and uh-huh. then they would go back to the house and you're like oh shit here we go again you know yeah absolutely like like that movie worked on so many levels for me if you've if if you're listening to this and you've never seen it just do yourself a favor well actually it might not be a favor if you're creeped out <laughs> by it i suppose but yeah uh but see like if you're in these kind of movies see it's so good yeah it's so creepy also uh scott derrickson directed this did you know that scott uh, derrickson no. did uh deliver us from evil um, he did. He's I didn't doing, see Deliver Us from Evil. Oh, it was good. It was good. It was really good. He's all. He did Sinister. Oh. Uh, oh, okay. Uh, he did. He's doing um, Doctor Strange. That's what he's doing right now. Oh. He's directing Doctor Strange. All right. Anyway, he supposedly and and I hope I'm not have to. I'm not gonna have to correct myself on this, but he owns the Annalise Michelle tapes. That's what I've always heard. And too. he keeps them in his garage. Screw that, he man. Bought, when he was making Emily Rose, he bought the tapes. And, or was given them or, or whatever he yeah. came in possession of them yeah. and he actually owns all of those legit Annalise mm. no. uh, recordings no way I'm gonna do everybody a, I would not want to be in possession of those I'm things. gonna do everyone a disservice and when I put this episode up on Tumblr with all the stuff we've talked about uh-huh. I'm going to link the Annalise Michelle tapes oh. and I want everyone to listen to them no. and then I want you to send me hate mail because you can't sleep at night they're they're pretty <laughs> chilling oh they're 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 god awful. And then when like, you see the so scary. Oh, and then when you see the pictures of her, so scary. Toward, so, oh, yeah, toward, now that's toward going the up. end. Of, oh. <laughs> Keep going. <laughs> the pictures of her toward the end of her life are just like so scary. I, that's some really real stuff too. Like it, yeah. it, whether it was demons or whether it was like severe mental illness, doesn't matter what it was. The pictures of her toward the end of her life are some it, of the most haunting things. Yeah, it really is. Coupled and, with those fucking recordings, yeah. which are just awful. Hats off to Jennifer Carpenter for portraying oh, man. Emily Rose in the movie too because oh, she, she did a bang it. up job. So good. She's so scary in that movie. Yeah. Well she's 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 got one of those <laughs> she's got one of those faces that is a little bit long to begin with. She's elongated. Very, she's you know, very, she's slender, very skinny. Like, yeah. She's very slender. And her body type though just works. I think for she's like beautiful this. though. I really, she is. Yeah, no, she's like, she's super pretty. I'm not saying anything bad about her. I'm just saying that her look though yeah. serves that type of character. Absolutely. And it, and that the casting was genius yeah. in that in that in that whole movie. You know, one of the most unsettling parts of that whole movie are it's not even like one of the scary parts. It's when the the priest leaves the house and she's looking out the window mm-hmm. and then he stops uh, like halfway to his car to look back at her and then she looks at him for a second and then she turns around and walks back to the piano and starts playing like this really creepy piece of music mm-hmm. that was one of the parts that really got to me for some reason yeah. was because she had just undergone something like really traumatic and then for her to just like stare at him for a second and then turn around and walk back to the piano yeah. and start and she was kind of like using these weird like big like these long movements with her arms yeah, and stuff it's it just it's oh, just, God, oh, it was really so creepy, creepy so creepy <laughs> um okay so uh we are rapidly approaching the end of the show however let's, i know there's some movies that you want to talk about so let's rapid fire through well, some yeah let's just rattle off some uh real quick and and we can say a couple things about them i imagine we're gonna do well like we're gonna do the Exorcist movies in a couple of weeks. Yeah. We m- might touch on some of these movies, and I imagine we'll end up probably doing another episode at some point. Uh, Sometime down about the road. demonic possessions sure. because there's just so many of and them. So many that are still coming out too. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Like so, the Exorcist remake. Uh. Wait. What? Just kidding. <laughs> 
Um, I lo- oh, damn it, I lost my oh, list. I lost it. Uh, yeah, so so let's just uh, let's rattle off a few of them here, and uh, just because we should have we should have probably talked about some of these, but we didn't. Well, first of all, I I can't believe you didn't bring up, but like your favorite possession movie of all time, The Evil Dead. Oh well, yeah. But we're gonna do yeah, like a, we're um, gonna do a complete retrospective on that series yeah. at some point. I didn't bring it up because when I think of I don't know that's that's I don't know it's possession. I just don't think of it in the same terms of like Emily Rose for some reason. Like those two movies don't yeah battle back and forth. For right, me, you gotta you know? kind of yeah. It's it's hard to pick these ones apart because there's I I mean as far as like as far as possession movies goes like because like you would put the evil I would put the Evil Dead into the same kind of like category possession category it's still possession but i would like lump that in with jennifer's body yeah which is still a possession movie and a fantastic possession movie by the way i i told you about that movie for like three years yeah we talked about this last time i was like dude this movie is really good you need to actually watch it because we both kind of thought it was a joke at first we're like oh this movie looks stupid and then and then i watched it and then you watched it it's a good movie Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's like that's a really it was it was solid it was solid it's a like really it. good movie what else you got um uh 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 night of the demons great i uh, actually i actually talked about this one earlier i was uh on twitter talking to one of the guys from uh the beyond the veil podcast and he asked like because they just did a promise we're not ripping your podcast off by doing a <laughs> demon possession uh episode he's, but he's they, totally asked, ripping them off they right asked what uh what your favorite demon was from like all the things that they talked about and i uh my my earliest memory of watching a movie about demons or possession was uh night of the demons and and one scene in particular sticks out in my head and it's the scene where uh it's not angela the main demon but yeah. suzanne the the friend like the blonde and the uh like pink ballerina outfit or whatever i haven't seen that of the demons in a very long time though are they possessed people though or are they just like demons they are people they go they go to uh uh hall, hall house to have a party okay and the whole idea is like this place this place is built on an indian burial ground and like one night out of the year the the demons are allowed to come out and run around and it's on all hallows eve yep uh, so they decide to go have a party on All Hallows Eve, okay. like a bunch of idiots, and uh, so they end up possessed. But there's this, there's this. I, I, th- I, I honestly think it was probably the first time I ever saw boobs in a movie, <laughs> and it's the first time I ever saw a demon movie. And this girl, she's with like uh, demon boobs. Yeah, because nice. she's putting on lipstick, but she's putting it all over her face. And then she and then she goes like this, and she tr- she like traces around her bare boob, <laughs> and then she takes the lipstick and she pushes it into her nipple, and it just disappears inside of her boob. And I go, <laughs> "We're losing Sarah here." Well, I was like, it came out in nineteen. By the way, Sarah's here. It came, Hi, Sarah. Sarah. <laughs> it came out. In, it came out in eighty eight when I was three. I'm sure I didn't see it until I was like nine or ten. Still a young good year for boobs. Still a young man. <laughs> Great year. Great year. <laughs> still a young man. 1988. And dude, boobs year. When I saw Fantastic. that scene, I was with I was with my cousin TJ, and he was showing me this movie. When I saw that scene, it broke my mind. Yeah. I was like, because this is the first time I was seeing boobs, and then all of a sudden this girl pushes a lipstick into it, and I go, I don't know what to think about life anymore. <laughs> this is this is the worst thing that's ever happened to me. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um. 
uh, I know that you wanted to talk about rec at one point. Well, or record or whatever you. Well, here's the thing. I um I need to rewatch them before I talk about them. I don't want to speak too much on them because I haven't. I, I've seen the first one. I've not seen the second one. But supposedly, um, the American counterpart to the rec movies, which was uh, uh, um, quarantine. Uh, quarantine. Thank yeah. you. With Jennifer Carpenter again. Mm-hmm. Um, they got rid of a big supernatural. Uh, like demon type uh, storyline, I guess, that existed in the Wreck movies. More specifically, Wreck 2. Supposedly, Wreck 2 had a lot of like possession, more supernatural elements to it. So, and it wasn't just straight zombies like the American version was. And I've, yeah, I, because I've Americans seen, are stupid seen, and we I, just want zombies. Yeah, I've been saying, okay, okay, so in the original, there was, in, in the first one, was there the demon from thing? From what or I remember, they just it's like been years since I've seen it. From, from my recollection, they hinted at it towards the later part of the movie, but uh-huh. it was never a big. It was never a big plot point. It was the second movie that really took. Like they that made it out to just it. be like a virus. The way yeah, it was in yeah, quarantine. I don't. Sort of. They, they they hinted at it more though. Which quarantine was? That was Jennifer Carpenter as well, wasn't it? I just said that. You did. You agreed. With me. Oh yeah. <laughs> was, uh, was, <laughs> whoa. Was Jennifer Carpenter that movie? I think it was Jennifer Carpenter. Yeah, thanks for bringing that up, Jay. Um, yeah. Yes, yeah, it was Jennifer Carpenter. Oh, oh cool. so. Jennifer, Jennifer Carpenter. <laughs> okay. Uh, no, I'm sorry. I didn't hear you. <laughs> no, uh, like I said, Rec 2, though, supposedly took the idea, though, and really expanded upon it. So that's the okay. one that, that delves into the possession aspect more. I have not seen Rec 2, so I cannot speak on it as much. Yeah. So when so we do... They just, so they just, in quarantine... I, yeah, I guess in quarantine, they they yeah. never mentioned anything we'll about it. We'll have to do a Mexican, Mexican horror minute. <laughs> in one of our episodes or whole well, you know episode well i am learning spanish so i'm gonna i'll speak spanish the entire time oh, sweet did uh one last quick thing too did any of you guys been uh keeping up with the exorcist tv show yes no no <laughs> <laughs> but go ahead i i just i watched the first episode but i haven't i've been dvring them and uh haven't had a chance to watch any further episodes did but you you i'm 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 caught up and, and and i say this every week it's fantastic like there has not been a bad episode yet it's really it's legitimately one of the scariest tv shows i think i've ever Is it seen really? it's so it's so good there's one scene in the last episode that i was like eh, but then it goes back to being good but um aside from that though yeah it's great yeah, yeah, I, no I, spoilers. I, will talk, I will talk about it a little bit more in depth when we do our exercise. When we do the exercise. Yeah. yeah, I got to catch we'll cap up, it up on with that. that. So, um, um, so yeah, yeah. I don't know. There's there's a bunch more that we could bring up, but I think uh, I think we can save that for another show. We, yeah. will, we will we will do at some point in time part two of this down the road when part, more new movies come out and part dos. Part deux. <laughs> deux. Part deux. No, not French, Mike. We're doing <laughs> Spanish tonight. Uh, um. But uh, but yeah, I, yeah. I, if yeah, we I, uh, if we missed anything that you want to talk to us about, um, shoot us an email. Yeah, at uh, the Buzzkill Podcast at gmail dot com. And uh, make sure that you follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and SoundCloud at the Buzzkill Podcast. And on Twitter, we are on Twitter at the Buzzkill PC. We're also on Tumblr. Oh, Tumblr! You missed I forgot Tumblr. about Tumblr. I'm sorry. At the Buzzkill Podcast. Yeah, if you want to see like visual representations of everything that we're talking about on the on the show, head over to our Tumblr and Mike uh, painstakingly goes through and finds 
links and pictures and videos and, and everything. Pretty much, about if we're talking about it, you'll at least get an understanding of what we're talking about. And then, If you have the kind of time to sit and listen to us and scroll through a page to, to like look at the stuff, yeah, that we're ta- yeah. that's, that's, this is your or place even to if do you're, it. if you're listening to it on the go and you're like, oh, what are they talking about? Just know there's a place you can go scroll through real quick and you can find it. If you're driving in your car down the highway and you're like, I want to know what they're talking about. I'm going to pull this up real quick. Don't do that. Um, <laughs> and if I miss something... I don't care. He's, <laughs> he, he, he's, if he missed something, he's already put 10 hours into it, exactly, so he doesn't exactly. care. Call me out on it, and uh, <laughs> I'll just say, well, I guess I missed it. <laughs> um, uh, once again, oh, and uh, uh, we're coming from Ocean Recording Studio. Justin's contest is still going on. Till uh, November 7th. Till November 7th, so make sure you hit up. Uh, check, we're, we're posting links to it. Uh, Justin is uh, at recording at Ocean Recording at Recordion at Ocean Recording on uh, on on Twitter, Twitter, uh, Instagram, uh, yeah. Instagram, Facebook, all that. Make yeah, sure you go out. if you're if you're living in Michigan, if you're a recording artist and you want just a a really nice free uh, track done. Or if you're living far away and you want to you know go yeah, on if vacation, if you want to fly come into Michigan during the winter, fall and winter sure. for some reason to come in. <laughs> Uh, then, then make sure you go and enter the contest. Uh, it's, it's. We'll uh, make sure that well Justin builds uh, snowmen with you. Absolutely, it's a promise. And, uh, <laughs> well, uh, that's right. uh, that's it for the Buzzkill Podcast, episode and, uh, ten. Until next week. <laughs> one tenth of the way one, to our tattoos. <laughs> you dumbass. Cheers, Cheers boys. Cheers. <laughs>